Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. You up here? I've got something special for you. Do I hear a strange in the barn? <laughs> Why, Miss Betty Joe? I'm just a field hand looking for work. My pa won't let me talk to no strangers, but I get powerful lonely all alone on this farm. If you want to sleep in this hay bale, I'm sure my pa... <laughs> I can't believe I just did that! I didn't know she was going to do Farmer's Daughter. Ah! Should have shot her after the hayride. This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy, man. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume! Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm, except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Boy, love, it appears we got a penis in the mail. <laughs> I glued my fucking eyes shut! <laughs> I just want to see all uh-huh. these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. <laughs> oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. Oh, what is going on, everybody? Today is Tuesday, March the 8th, 2016, and this is episode number 330 of the all-new, all-different Panels on Pages.com podcast. Flash the title of your podcast network, PCN.PanelsOnPages.com, where you should go to find all those shows. Seems like only yesterday we are doing episode number 300. I was just thinking of episode 316. That's also a big deal. Oh, hell so- yeah! <laughs> It's March 2016. It's March 2016. 316 up in this sumbitch. All month, Austin 316 says it's March 2016. Oh, hell yeah. Goddamn right. So we'll yeah, do it again on uh, episode 3100. What do we do then? I'm, <laughs> motherfucker, I'm going to be dead by then. <laughs> I plan on it. Hey, if we can make it to 400, we'll be in good shape. You know, small goals are important. Yeah. Uh, see, I am your host, the uh, Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me on the line tonight, we got Mr. Jason Nyes. You can't get her mind off that D. <laughs> Jose Guzman. Just reminiscing about past episodes. <laughs> and uh, Kelly Harris. Today I watched General Hospital while I waited for all the wrestling videos and wanted to watch on RuTube to buffer. <laughs> the goddamn charmed life is what it is. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see what, we got, what we got going on here. Um, had a good weekend this week. Let's see what the fuck's going on in the world. Uh, it was uh, my sister-in-law Don's birthday. We went and we had uh, some sushi and hibachi food for lunch. And then we went to their place and we watched the UFC fights uh, later on in the evening. And boy, howdy. 
undercard was pretty garbage. But uh, those main events are pretty fucking rad. Upset City. It, couple of just got choked out. Yeah, did you guys watch by any chance? Oh, uh, I saw. I, I followed it on Twitter. Yeah. Nate Diaz choked out Conor McGregor in the second round. Fucking beautiful form. Like, didn't know what the fuck to do. It was, it was, it was ridiculous. Yeah, before he choked him out, like, he forced McGregor to take him to the ground because McGregor wanted to stop being punched in the face. Yeah. Yeah. It was, he, he went, he went first. I've never seen McGregor shoot before. Like, it was pretty fucking great. And, you know, Joe Rogan goes up, you know, get the reaction. The first word out of Nate Diaz's mouth on live TV. I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I fucking hate that guy. Oh, he is the best and worst. <laughs> he's, uh, yeah, he's fucking straight up fucking, like, hood rat guy. For better or for worse. But as great as that was, I think um, my, my favorite post-fight thing of the night was after the Misha Tate Holly Holm fight, and uh, Holly Holm lost the same goddamn way. Misha took her down, mm-hmm. and you know she shot. Yeah, but eight. she went out like a champ. You see her throw those couple punches before she dipped out of this universe. Yeah, fucking that nothing. Yeah, it was it was insane. She gasped air, threw three punches, and then went to bed. Check the fuck out. McGregor tapped twice. Yeah, as as, as great as that was, nothing was quite as good as seeing how goddamn sad dana white was walking in putting the belt on misha tate like he was so fucking bummed like, out i get it i get why everyone's saying this is the worst night of dana white's life but in actuality it opens up for so many more fight possibilities so See, that's i think too. Oh, yeah. like i i think too but he was visibly upset putting that belt on misha tate <laughs> like he was obviously, that was not how he wanted that to go. And I was way in, they were like, look, man, it'll get better. McGregor's going to come out. He's going to bust the ass. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. But because, you know, because if you know, Ronda comes back, we've seen how, you know, Ronda Misha goes a few times. Right. So, yeah. So now you got yeah, a, but, a Ronda Misha rematch for the title. You've no, got a, a that Holly shouldn't Misha, even happen, though. A Holly Misha rematch for the title. You got ronda holly for uh you know number one contender so there's there there's yeah, more those two should there. have to fight first yeah ronda shouldn't just get to jump in and fight misha because she had her chance to fight holly in a rematch and she's the one that said i'm gonna take a year off true. i think i might have a kid true so she shouldn't get to jump right in now that misha's champ because she knows she can take him she should have to fight Holly, I agree, and and Misha's no fucking slouch, man. Like, but yeah, but she's not the 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 face that Ronda is. I, I, I get it, but she, he was. She took Ronda to the limit the most uh, out of all of Ronda's challengers, besides yeah, Holly so. Holm, yeah. obviously. Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, do. So she, she's she's great. She's great. I'm 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 super happy for her. I did love Conor McGregor's post fight reaction, where he's just kind of like, you know, usually usually when I punch guys. They fucking crumble, but I kept punching him in the face, and he just kept coming. And I was like, "Oh my god, I don't know what to do." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. The the last after when he fucking knocked all of out in thirteen seconds, he's like, he said, "There's not a human being alive that can withstand the left hook." And Nate Diaz says, "Bitch." <laughs> 
Tito says that Dana White announced that Ronda will fight Misha Tate next. That's not surprised. Bullshit. That's garbage. And that must be the uh, the other side of that coin. He was super sad, but then he's like, "Oh wait, this means I might get my girl back." <laughs> Maybe it's over. I don't know. It was a damn good time. It was a great time. It was fun. But uh, ever been, you know, ever in a room full of people and punched in the face by a bald eagle? <laughs> exactly. No, but you, you, you're watching fights and like you know, there's that one guy who doesn't know shit about fights. But like, instead of just kind of being cool and watching, or maybe asking questions, like he's giving what you know he believes to be expert commentary, when he just doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Not one of those guys, and it was a little frustrating. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> dude, we're we're, tr- we're trying to enjoy this, and you know, like, you know, Nate Diaz, you know, pulls Conor McGregor down, and we're oh, we're like, oh shit, and he's like. Well, I mean, like, you know, he's like, that's done. There's, no, like, there's nothing really you can do from there. And Luke just goes, it's called jujitsu. There's, like, <laughs> there's a million things you can do from there. Like, this has been going on all fucking night. He's a good dude, but don't know shit about what he's talking about in that regard. <laughs> Pretty funny. Luke was getting visibly shaken by the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, no more of that. Uh, so you talked a little bit before the show started about the. Uh, the ending of Metal Gear Solid Five, which I will not discuss here, just in case you know spoilers and shit if you haven't played it. But it's a fucking bar- maybe not. I'm okay, not, so this was not- the en- this was the ending. I thought that you got like halfway through it and you got this <laughs> twist. No, 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 no. That that's the end. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm a few minutes from the end still. I think. So, I mean, they, they could turn around, but I'm looking like I'm gonna be kind of disappointed with how this shit ends, and I don't appreciate it in the fucking slightest. Um, now, what did have a pretty good finale was uh, the Agent Carter show. That was actually okay. Like, that Holy whole shit! Season. You're you're one of those four people that are still watching that show. My fucking point <laughs> exactly. Like you know, it's pretty good actually. Like it's you know, it's stuff's been happening. They're telling a much more compelling story than the first season. It's overall like top to bottom just fucking better. Period. But it doesn't matter. Because nobody fucking watched it. Because the first season was Boar City. And, you know, it's hard to get that kind of, uh, you know, goodwill back when you lose it. Because it was fucking dull as sin. So, all this, you know, hashtag a new agent, agent Carter. So I'm like, no, no, no. You, you had your chance. You had your chance. <laughs> you had your chance. And I'll be sorry to see it go. You know, but you, you, you done fucked it up. Although, fucking... Agents of Shield, by some fucking miracle, has got to really pick up for next year already. Into the Badlands got a second season. <laughs> yeah, there is also that. I'm thinking there might be some uh, larger issues going on at ABC, perhaps. Maybe they're just like, you know, this is the closest we got to a hit that isn't the fucking Bachelor. So let's just go with it. <laughs> yeah, let's and just... eventually there's going to be a Marvel movie that comes out that we're going to be able to, uh, you know co-advertise, co-promote, do a cross-promotion with, and, and maybe then Agent Carter will get some ratings. Right, it's- yeah, yeah. It's, it's all about the timing, because I think that's why... I think that's one of the reasons why they dumped so many uh, Agent Carters. Like, they did lots of, you know, two-on-one night, like, back-to-back episodes. I was wondering why it seemed to be over so quickly. 
Yeah, I think the the schedule got a little fucked up because of a couple of things that ABC didn't show programming on a Tuesday or something, and then there were I think they had to make sure that some episode like coincided with Civil War or something, so they ended up rushing it, which also honestly doesn't help, you know, Agent Carter's case either because it makes it look like they're burning them off. Right. Right. But I don't like they're just think that's what they were doing. With. Like, but it really looks that way because of how they had to do it. So. We shall see. Maybe it'll come back. I don't know. And then uh, uh, lastly, uh, I'll talk a little bit about some, some Japan shit for just a second. Uh, this, is, this is a skosh of like Japan sh- shit. Kelly. Yes. Are you still uh, partaking of the Common Rider Ghost? Yes, but I'm two weeks behind now. I haven't seen episodes 20 or 21. Okay, I think I am up through, I think, 20. The 21 just came out. So I watched 20 yeah. last night. And Okay. Not gonna spoil too much. I'm speaking in broad generalities here, okay? Okay. All right. Common Rider Ghost is, you know, for those of you that aren't familiar, is the newest uh, and latest in the Common Rider series. Been going on since like the fucking mid '70s, and you know, not necessarily how it began, but right now, you know, currently in the world, it's a show for fucking babies, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's a straight up baby superhero show for sure. Everything in that fucking show becomes a toy. But, you know, everything looks really cool and I don't give a shit. So I'm going to fucking watch this crazy baby show. <laughs> now, that being said, because, you know, the whole time I'm watching, like, I'm enjoying it in the back of my head. I'm like, okay, this looks really cool. It's great. Cool special effects, cool costume shit. But, hey, this is a stupid, silly baby show, right? But then <laughs> every once in a while, they do some shit that I'm like, this is really this is not intricately for plotted <laughs> for a stupid baby show. <laughs> because, like, we're 20 episodes into this show. Which is gonna, which is probably like not quite halfway through the series. I think they normally go like forty, you know, forty and change for a series. Yeah, around about that. Some kind of like that, you know. So we're we're you know we're about halfway there, but like they keep throwing in, you know, legitimate plot twists and like adding pieces of shit to like the mythology and stuff. Where it's like, I think like they're telling a goddamn like a real story here amidst this ridiculous thing about a kid who turns and forms into a superhero and has like a ghost buddy who looks like an orange sperm like it's it, it's it's i don't want to say it's tonal whiplash because it's all definitely in line with the story that they're telling but you know i think someone put more work into this than was than it probably deserves if that if that makes any sense yeah the same thing happened with ultraman and X. Like way through that season, that series, all of a sudden just it became really well done in terms of storytelling. And they just started doing really interesting things and even did like a weird cops like episode. And you know, you're watching it, I'm sure in the back of your mind you're going, They're just trying to sell me little toy monsters and cards. Oh yeah, these are <laughs> these are just children's like just baby shows. Yeah, like, they're that's, just that's what they are. Toys, this is all the yeah, fuck it is. Shit. But, you know, I guess at some point they get some talented people and they're like, you know what, fuck it. We're going to elevate these toys commercials into something a little bit different. Yeah. <laughs> it just kind of caught me off guard. I'm like, what the fuck? I suddenly found myself very much engrossed in the story of these fucking toy commercials. I was very impressed by it. Yeah, they do it right over there. Yeah. Also watching, uh, I'm, I'm not necessarily intending to, but I'm kind of... Pretty much on par with uh, watching the old Kyoryuji episodes uh, in line the, of what whoa, they're whoa, doing. Whoa. With the, the what? What? Say that again. The what episodes? Kyoryuji. What? 
Kyori Yuger. It's the, uh, it's the show, the Sentai show that they adapted into what is the current season of Power Rangers. It sounds like you stub your toe around a bunch of kids and you're trying not to talk. <laughs> the current show is called Zio. It's fucking hard to say. That's even worse than that. I can't even fucking say it out loud. Zio Ogre, something like that. I don't know. It's fucking weird. K Y O R Y U G E R. Kyoryuger? Uh, no, K Y. Jelly. Yes. You had me at K Y. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, let me write it down. Slip it on no, I got it right here. K-Y-O-R-Y-U-G-E-R. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the other R-Y in there is very important. I phonetically spelled it into Google, and it uh, auto-completed it for me. It's like, no, no, no. You mean <laughs> you mean Kyuryuger. You fucking gaijin bastard. But yeah, I'm kind of... I just kind of happened to be watching it on the YouTubes at the same place they're watching it on the... Where they're on at the Nickelodeon show. And man, my fucking kids, they love them some Power Rangers. It is awesome because I've waited their entire lives for this moment. That's lovely. Yeah, we can something we can all share together on Saturday mornings. It's kind of rad. But it's also the first time I've watched both versions of a thing of the thing. And it's crazy just to see what they're able to do and how vastly different the stories are when they're using so much of the same shared material. It's pretty impressive, actually. Because, you know, writing a thing is one thing. But being saying, hey, write this thing, but these exact things have to happen, and it has to look exactly this way because we're not shooting this shit twice. <laughs> it's kind of impressive. It's like a crazy puzzle. Yeah, but they also do shoot a lot of new stuff, though. And in that show in particular, it's easy to tell because the everything looks spot on, except for whatever reason, the gold costume they use for the U.S. version doesn't quite match... The Japanese version. It's like not quite as shiny or whatever. So you can definitely tell when those scenes are new. But like those there'll be like new shots, like three, four shots, intermixed with, you know, an entire fight that's clearly the Japanese stock footage. So it's like you dress all these motherfuckers up in these crazy costumes for like four shots in the little fight you already had? That seems like a waste, is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, it's kinda rad. And uh, that show is kind of fucking fun, man. I like it. Well, now I'm just saying, for that, that last uh, damn toy to come out, and I don't have to buy Power Rangers again for like another two years. I'll be very excited. <laughs> I got to get that dragon <laughs> off my fucking back. <laughs> just got, I got the, the, the plastic crack. is hitting me hard. I need this big-ass brontosaurus. I'll suck like, your like, dick. <laughs> <laughs> I need that metal brontosaurus, yo. <laughs> Suck your dick for a brontosaurus. <laughs> I'll suck a metal brontosaurus's dick. <laughs> if I get to have the metal brontosaurus when it's over. <laughs> but it'd be kind of weird because I got to look it in the eye the rest of its life. <laughs> we'll always know. Just face it against the wall. Yeah. <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> you look over there. You're walking through your house. You just hear, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> You sucked my dick once. <laughs> hey, what you up to? <laughs> Do it again or I'll tell your kids. They'll be like, they already know! <laughs> what you got going on, Kelly? What's up? Yeah, I figured this was going to be a week where I wouldn't really have anything to talk about. I didn't really do anything interesting. And then yesterday... On YouTube, I watched a video of a man setting himself on fire while singing the Price is Right theme music. Oh. 
So I'm going to drop this video right here in the chat. Uh, so what happened was a guy promised on Twitter that if he got 5,000 followers, he would set himself on fire while singing the Price is Right theme song. Oh, my. So he does it. This is Ian Abramson's video entitled, Ian Abramson Lights Himself on Fire. <laughs> you do you. Oh, god damn. Right, yeah. Nice, <laughs> nice intro here. Yeah, no, I really like the whole intro thing to it. Put some work to it. Yeah. Also... I bet he's going to shoot it a uh, portrait, isn't he? But he got <laughs> 487 views on this. Yeah, that's it. This should have so many more views. Hardly seems worth it, given how it's of clearly a descent into madness for this man. Yeah, but... <laughs> but he just lit his hand on fire. He didn't go full Buddhist monk. No. You can dip he your hand... fucking emulate. You can dip but your... if you watch it, he clearly did it a couple times because yes. there's different like shots. Yes, because <laughs> but... one time he's humming it, and then another time he's not. <laughs> but you dip your hand in alcohol and light it on fire; it's not going to burn you until it burns yeah. away the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> like so, so for a long time yesterday, I just had the Price is Right music stuck in ba -ba -ba my head. <laughs> Lupans. <laughs> I really do like the detail of him just staring blankly into the camera and having a fake mustache. Yeah, shoe polish mustache. Fire. Yeah, With the mustache. He looks not entirely unlike my father-in-law. <laughs> well, you gotta. Well, let's see if they really look alike, and get him <laughs> to shoot a YouTube video of him lighting his hand on fire, and we'll do a, We'll do the side-by-side -side comparison. <laughs> you know. Enough beers. <laughs> I can make that happen. Wait, didn't, wait he's the one that... Uh, what, what was it that he had to eat when the Bears lost or the Bears won? Oh, a piece of pumpkin pie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is one of my favorite Thanksgiving memories of all time. <laughs> God. Thank you for reminding me of that. I'd almost forgotten. It's amazing. <laughs> it made me so fucking happy. <laughs> so good. So good. <laughs> what do we got going on, Nice? Uh, not much. Uh, speaking of baby shit, uh, me and the wife went and saw Zootopia this weekend. Uh, I was a little too proud of myself when I guessed all of the plot twists uh, well before that they happened, <laughs> Con considering that it is baby shit. Uh, it was all right. It wasn't. It wasn't terrible. It was. It wasn't great. It was definitely not the greatest Disney animated film since The Lion King, as the commercials want to suggest. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It beat uh, Frozen. Uh, yeah, it, it's 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 Disney's highest, uh, biggest animated debut ever. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Well, that doesn't mean that it's the best one. Yeah, but even before it came out, that's what the the commercials were saying is, you know, it, it has all those review blurbs in it and it's, you know, the best Disney animated film since The Lion King. So that kind of, you know, sets the expectations pretty sure. high, especially when 
I loved Frozen and Wreck-It Ralph and Big Hero 6. Eh, it wasn't better than any of those. Yeah, that's I, a pretty good company, though, man. Those are good movies. I, I mean, and, and Mary even said, like, Lilo and Stitch is since Lion King. Oh, yeah, that's right. So go fuck yourself. I know you love Lion King, but it was it was cool. Yeah, we were just entirely too busy to do anything this weekend that wasn't, you know, planned weeks in advance. We're going to go this weekend and take the kids sometime. I think the, the best angle of the movie is a lot of it is, a, is an allegory for race relations. So there's a few jokes in there that are very, like, differences between the races. And uh, one of them... Not to give too much away, but one of the jokes involves, uh, like, how, how you're not supposed to touch black people's hair. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, so that that stuff's really good. The the, the higher brow, higher concept uh, comedy. But uh, not bad. Not bad. And then, uh, you know, didn't do a whole lot this weekend, but did finally make it to... KFC to try that Nashville hot chicken. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What a disappointment. <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. It's, it's it's okay. First of all, you know they have it in you know regular bone-in chicken, or you can get it in strips. So I'm looking at all their meals and stuff, and they have those like five dollar fill 'em up meals where you can get you know two regular strips and and you know mashed potatoes and potato wedges and a drink and a cookie, and I'm like. I asked the lady behind the counter, I'm like, okay, can I get, like, a number five, but can I switch that out for the Nashville hot chicken? She's like, oh, we can't do that. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, seriously, all you got to do is dunk them in sauce, really. Like, is that sauce that valuable? And really, you, you get the Nashville hot chicken, and it's just this sad Tupperware container of sad little chicken strips just drowning in hot sauce. And that's all it is. It's, and it does have like a you know vaguely Nashville hot chicken esque flavor to it, and the sad pickled chips, <laughs> just the <laughs> just the steamed pickled chips sitting next to it. What a what a shame. Let's see, they did they did come correct and give you some fucking bread too. That's so, how it works. You get the yeah, you get a basket, yeah. put a piece of bread in that shit, put the chicken on it, put a pickle on top of all it, of it. It came with a. Um, a biscuit, so you're able to sop up some of the juice with the biscuit. No, fuck that. Slice of white bread in the bottom. But man, uh, that'll be our one trip to KFC for the year, and what a disappointment. <laughs> Not yeah, to sure. make my whole week uh, about fast food, but you know, I don't get out much. And we did go to <laughs> we did go to our we had some coupons for Arby's. Uh, we were going grocery shopping, so you know, you always want to eat before you go grocery shopping. You get that. You gotta get that yeah. fucking meat mountain, yo. Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't. I, I had completely forgot about that meat mountain until after the fact. Uh, and Arby's was pretty good, especially with our coupon. Sure. But man, looking like around, Arby's. looking around that restaurant, nothing but fat people. <laughs> like, oh, seriously, oh, like I, I, on one hand, I felt like I was with my people. On the other hand, I was like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> Yeah, you don't Like, I am just a statistic right now. Yeah, because, like, you know, most of the time, I'm the fat guy in the room. 
but I think I would prefer that than to be just one of many, many fat people in the same room. Really? Yeah, because it makes me unique. And and I don't want to look at my future, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Because this, it's basically, this is what happens when you eat Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Did you, nice, have you been watching uh, NXT lately? No, I am months behind on NXT. I, I am, I, I haven't watched, I've watched up to just before the uh, Respect takeover. The one where they did the finals of the Dusty tournament and the, okay. the Iron Woman match. Okay. But, I mean, I've kept up with spoilers here and there. Yeah. No, this isn't really, like, a storyline or anything. This is just in this past week I watched. I'd been kind of, like, jumping around just skipping weeks because some shows didn't sound very good. Yeah. But there was a dude in the front row this week who's just, like, the fattest guy I've ever seen <laughs> in a wrestling show. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he himself took up three seats. Oh. It was Jesus Christ. It was impressive. And he's just wearing a bright red shirt so that's all you can look at. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like you're trying not to see him, but also he's just there. And like times you would see just like the side of him, like it'd cut off his head, but it'd just be a like a normal sized chunk of a person. Like there would just be a full person there normally. Mm-hmm. But it's just like an arm and half of his torso. Yeah, if you're that fat, uh, maybe not. Don't sit on the camera side. Yeah, that's not a good wear idea. Wear a red fucking shirt, dude. Yeah, no, I would think we're that ca- we're camouflage. <clears throat> I would he think... said, "Bring it, bring it, bowls." <laughs> I would think that the <laughs> the the staff would have ushered him over to another side. You'd think so. Hey, if you paid for them tickets, you paid for them. <laughs> yeah, but they still have the right to move you around. And I think it's general admission, too, so you're not guaranteed a specific seat. I'm saying. Though this was a taping at a different place. Uh, It was like some... Not at full sale? No, it was somewhere else. I can't remember where. It was was another place in Florida, but it wasn't full sale. I just remembered when I was a kid and I used to go to Mickey Mouse Club tapings, I remember one time this girl wearing a Nine Inch Nails shirt got moved because they didn't want her on TV, and (laughs) I I got to sit in her seat. (laughs) Nicole gave me a uh, uh, Daredevil logo shirt for Christmas. So just you know the, the double D's and the but a bright ass red shirt. D's motherfucker D's. Big motherfucking D's. But I'm like, this is great. This is great. No, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. But you know, in the back of my mind, it's like <sighs> I grew up fat enough. Then I'm like, I shouldn't be wearing a bright red T-shirt. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> but it's okay. It's actually all right. I love that shirt. And then speaking about wrestling, find out today that uh, WrestleMania is going to be in Orlando next year, and yep. they're going to oh. have uh, the physical WWE Hall of Fame and a, a WWE restaurant at Universal City Walk. So that's kind of cool. That is kind of cool. Yeah. I told my wife very. Very quietly, I'm like, so did you hear WrestleMania is going to be here next year? She's like, yes. And I said, I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> want to go? I want to I go to that. <laughs> Please. If you can't, you, you should go to all the crazy like indie shows that yes. are around WrestleMania weekend. Yes, or like the uh, WrestleCon that they do. 
Fuck, we might have to make this happen. Oh, man. We got an extra bed. <laughs> Bring the boys. Breath passes, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking phenomenal. Oh. Man, I'm getting excited now. <laughs> <laughs> there are worse ways to spend a weekend, I'm just saying. Yeah. I always uh, said, like, I wanted to go to WrestleMania weekend. I don't necessarily actually want to go to WrestleMania because you're probably going to get a really shitty ticket. Yes, yes, 100%. But, <laughs> but I still want to go. there's so much go. cool stuff happening yeah. around WrestleMania that I kind of, that I just want to be around it. Yeah. Let's go tailgate. Yeah. Yeah, there's, like, so many good indie shows that happen around the WrestleMania area. That it's yeah, just, I wouldn't have even made that connection, but you're totally right. Oh, yeah. There's so many good shows running that weekend. Like, this year is going to be nuts. I'm going to spend a bunch of money on VOD stuff. Because <laughs> <laughs> now they announce Kota Ibushi is going to be at the WWN Super Show. Ring of Honor is running their Super Card of Honor that weekend. NXT is going to have its show that weekend. And that's where Nakamura is going to make his debut. Oh, yep, yeah. yep, yep, yep. whole bunch of shit going on. Where is La Parca? <laughs> probably probably in fucking Mexico. Yeah, La Parca's in Mexico. The La Parca you know does not wrestle under the name La Parca. He wrestles under the name LA Park. Because I can't remember what company it is. It's either AAA or CMLL. But one of them owns the La Parca gimmick. So mm. he can't wrestle as that. So that's why he's LA Park now. But there is a La Parca. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I, I can't. I'm not entire. I haven't seen him working a show in a while. Does he still do the chair dance? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, why no. would you have a Laparka and not have him do the chair dance? Yeah. Last I heard, uh, L.A. Park was on. Ah, fuck. I think it was a. I want to say it was a AAA like I pay per view or something. And he was talking at, and he said, in, in Spanish, obviously, and he just goes, before they cut my mic off, fuck your mothers. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine LA, L.A. Park sounds like if La Parca went, like, joined the corporation, and it's just yeah. uh, a guy in a suit and then the La Parca mask and carrying around a metal chair. <laughs> but the suit's over his La Parca suit. Yeah. <laughs> As he gets beat up and his shirt opens, you see he just put the suit on over. And then chair dances. And then he screams to the crowd for his tag team partner. And fucking Kurgan comes. <laughs> Kurgan, son? Oh, you best believe, boy. Kurt- squeeze your fucking Ellen cold. Kurgan's a fucking legit movie star these days. That's true. I just saw uh, watched some... Um... A few weeks ago, I watched that Sherlock Holmes movie with Zoe, and he's that yep. big fucker in that movie. Yep. Uh, he was in Pacific Rim. He was one of the Russians. Oh, shit, he is, isn't he? He's that big monster in 300. <clears throat> he's on... Uh, yeah, so look, that's like fucking four movies he's been in the past 10 years. Ah, he's the master on the strain. Oh. Okay. I believe that. He, he was in the, the Rock Hercules movie. He was in Brick Mansions. Did anybody oh, watch season two Fuckers of The working. Strain? No, I didn't watch season two of The Strain. I never watched the whole season one of The Strain. 
Damn good. Is it is it doing good? Because I haven't heard shit. Yeah, I think I it's coming have, back. Yeah. What was it? FX now. It's on. It's on. It's on. It's on original recipe FX right now. I think. Mm. Kurgan. I got the volume. I think one and two book or volume one book. At New York Comic Con last year. I haven't read it yet. I bought the novel, the first novel, a while back. But you know, let's be real. I haven't read a book without pictures in a long time. So <laughs> it, it's got not, that kind of time. It's not part of my news, but uh, this story kind of broke today. Did you guys see that the other Wachowski sibling has come out as transgender now? Yeah, really? I saw that. Yes. So both they're, of them? They're both yeah, so transgender. Yes, the Wachowski sisters. Yep. Isn't that interesting? That is super interesting. Uh, she came out because the Daily Mail was going to out her. So she said, fuck it. I'll just I'll just come out. She's been living as transgender for a couple of years, apparently. So it's huh. not, now it's Lily and Lana Wachowski. How about that shit? That is just so. They're going to be the first brother duo to be the first sister duo to direct a movie together. Yeah, that looks like that's exactly going to happen. I think that is very much the case. On on one hand, it's kind of like how what are the odds that two brothers would end up becoming transgender? But then on the other hand, it's like I guess that kind of makes sense if it's kind of. If it's in your DNA, then it makes sense. Are they siblings or twins? I, I, I don't, don't think know. they're twins. No, yeah, I don't know either. No, one was a big fat guy, one was a, a a little skinny guy. There was um, <laughs> part of the statement. It made me fucking laugh. Uh, she's explaining the story. Um. Uh, about uh, uh, her her agent or uh, lawyer or whatever had an email that whenever there was uh, rumblings that someone was going to out her, they would email this and it was uh, basically, hey, don't fucking out a transgender person because there's been records of transgendered people killing themselves over being outed you know, without their consent. Yeah, it's not your fucking business. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this part of her statement goes, it, uh, explaining about the email, says, it had a lot of politically relevant insights regarding the dangers of outing trans people and the statistical horrors of transgender suicide and murder rate, not to mention a slightly sarcastic wrap-up that revealed my father had injected praying mantis blood into his paternal ball sack before conceiving each of his children uh, to produce a brood of superwomen hell-bent on female domination. Okay, mega sarcastic. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm reading it, I'm like, no, like, seriously? And then it gets to the end, and it's like, okay, okay, she's kidding. <laughs> but I'm reading it, I'm like, oh my god, there it is, right there. He injected, he injected brain mantis blood into his balls. Like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> so and then good, we had to make it. Good for them. That's awesome. What's got going on, Jose? Uh, the lady had some surgery, so I've been taking care of her. 
Helping her with the bath. She did a carpal tunnel on her wrist and elbow. Helping her her with her bath? You just kind of glossed over that. So you've been you've been giving her sponge baths? Well, she's down she's down one arm. Right. She she's getting more use out of it now, but like you know, pulling up pants or tying shoes. <laughs> you got to keep the arm dry and taking a shower. So oh, sweet. I've been playing nurse. And then we went to uh, the season opener of the Orlando so- City soccer team here. Uh, did you stay <laughs> until the end of the game? I heard it was a yeah, we did barn burner. Well, they they were getting their ass beat, losing two nothing, just playing sloppy. <laughs> and then um, you know, soccer does the e- extra time for all the time wasted on the field during during the regular time yeah sh- shut up soccer that's such bullshit <laughs> <laughs> so it, it gets it gets to the, the the regular time's over it gets to the added time they add four minutes to the clock and people are people are leaving it's the home opener man stay till the end don't be a fucking douche <laughs> so there's like a minute left and they score and they shoot off the cannons and there's good you know, confetti everywhere. The crowd's going nuts. And now they're down one to two. And then it's like the remaining 10 seconds of the game. They kick the ball all the way down, goes over some dude's heads and the guys are running and the guy kicks the ball. Scores with no time on the last play of the game. They score, tie it up. Place went nuts. So then, so then obviously, we, one of the referees came out and said, "Okay, guys. Uh, so now we have extra extra time that we play for. So let's go. We got another twenty minutes." <laughs> uh, game was over. They tied. That's just it. They only do the overtime in, in uh, the playoffs, I guess. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I can't see so, myself but, ever going to an honest to god soccer match. That sounds terrible. Yeah, especially it's, since it's, you don't drink. It's oh, fun god. to go to. I, I could never watch soccer. I don't like watching baseball on TV, but I love playing baseball. I could watch a baseball game live, but I wouldn't want to watch it on TV. And these motherfuckers just flopping everywhere. The guy gets nicked and he's on the ground dying for 20 minutes unless he doesn't get the. I can watch fights and shit on TV and live, obviously, but like team sports, I, I, I'll go see a hockey game. That's kind of about it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't keep that shit. Now, if they could like, you know, fire cannons off at a hockey game. Like apparently they do at soccer, <laughs> just bringing fucking worlds colliding and shit. It's amazing. And we lost Jose. <laughs> Aww. I'll let I'll let you work on that. So we can get our boy back. There we go. There we go. Uh, you want to head into some some mail? We do have a little bit of mail. Yes. Working on that. Ooh. If you want to send us a voicemail, you can pick up your phone and call 616 pop 
or email us, popcast at panelsonpages.com. And surprise, surprise, Mahoney's in the chat tonight, and we've got voicemail? Kind of crazy. All right. I just downloaded this from Google Voice, so let's see if it works. I'm very anxious. I've not heard this, but I have read Google's translation, and I'm very excited to see what the hell I didn't read the translation. (laughs) All right, here we go. Hey, guys, Molly. I was just listening to the podcast, and towards the end, Lee said he did something with his friend Bradley. Who the fuck does a friend named Bradley? What does it mean is Bradley? What are you guys doing together? Do you, like, get together and ride horses? Like, so ascot? Like, does he wear sweaters exclusively? Does he have any clothes that are not sweaters? I picture him as a guy who uh, has knee-high boots. Does he have a pair of knee-high boots? Please, <laughs> what the fuck? Come on now. Get a new Wow. Surprised that Mahoney from New England doesn't know a Bradley. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah, that's not so strange of a name, I don't think. But he is not like here. It. Is what Google said Mahoney's voicemail said. Yes. <laughs> and I quote, Hey, Brian, it's Molly. I was just listening to the podcast and talked to where we said he did something with his friend Bradley. Fucking appointment Bradley, okay, Bradley, when you don't do you like get together tonight like I don't have got like 50 wear sweaters exclusively today, have any clothes or 920. I could see him at the guy who hit me high boots, please. Have a parent, Lee Highly Bradley, what the fuck? Come on now, didn't print find Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> and Mahoney in the chat says, I actually used to work with a Bradley. I basically described him. <laughs> 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 Fucking Bradley. So you brought your shit into my shit. That's not, that's not my fault at all. Bradley, you piece of shit. <laughs> what did you do to Mahoney? Fucking... <laughs> Bradley was so intense, he ruined Mahoney for all other Bradleys. Make of that what you will. Oh, God damn. All right. <laughs> oh, anything else before we move on? Take a break? Uh, it's not part of my news, since, since we're a little bit early. It's not yeah. part of my news. I didn't make it one of the six stories. But I feel like we should probably talk about the Ghostbusters trailer. Oh, shit. I didn't even see it. Yeah, you I didn't see it? it? You haven't watched it? No, it's, it's kind of thing. When shit happens during my work day, I can forget right the fuck about it because I am busy as shit these days. Yeah, but it's it was definitely one of those things that, um, you know, stayed at the the top of headlines throughout throughout the weekend. Even let's see what we got going. Here. Let's see, let's see. We're gonna fucking get my live reaction here. Let's yeah, going. you yeah. too, Kelly. There All right, to go. Okay, yeah. we got skylines. Okay, okay. All right, so we're in line. That's kind of nice. In continuity. I'm not rebooting shit. Yeah, I thought it was a reboot. They referenced the other Ghostbusters in the fucking... They did. They did. But it is a reboot. Oh, gross. (laughs) That stuff went everywhere, by the way, in every crack. Very hard to wash off. 
We have dedicated our whole lives to studying the paranormal. Now there's sightings all over the city. There are people out there that need our help. Holtzman, you're a brilliant engineer. Aaron, no one's better at quantum physics than you. We can provide a real service. I'm joining the club. You guys are really smart about this science stuff. Right? I know. And I can borrow a car from my uncle. You didn't disclose that the vehicle was going to be a hearse. It's a Cadillac! Let's go. Let's go. Oh, did you want to? Sorry. I'll let you. I'll let you. Next time. Someone is creating a device that amplifies paranormal activity. Oh, that has a dubstep in here, of course. Stop it. For those <laughs> listening on the download, I'll make sure to put the audio in here. Of course. Too much, right? Is it the wig or the hat? There's a bigger picture at hand here. These ghosts can possess the human form. That's not very funny. No! <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that wasn't very funny at all, that part. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, it's, I don't know. Now, first off, like you said, it's it the opening graphics suggest that it's in the same universe, but the rest of the trailer does not tell the same story. They're, How so? They, it, it, it definitely, they are the first Ghostbusters. They're, you they, think? Yes, yes. They're, it is not in the same universe. They are, they are creating the Ghostbusters. Really? I hundred percent believe that. They, yeah. they've been saying this entire time that it's a reboot. Well, see, okay, that kind of brings up another point. I feel like the, uh, the word reboot has gotten a bit loosey goosey these days. True. Because like you know, some shit is clearly a sequel, and they're calling it a reboot. Yeah, like uh, I've seen Force Awakens be referred to as a reboot. Right, that, that could be any less true. of a goddamn reboot if it had to be. I don't know. It looks okay. Like, yeah, I'm generally unmoved by it. Yeah, like, and not because oh god, I don't want girl Ghostbusters. Right. Like, it looks cool. Like the, yeah. the visuals on the ghost looks pretty neat. Yeah, a little it's too potential. CGI for me. Little too CGI, yeah, not terrible, but I mean, still, they're gonna be CGI ghosts, of course. I don't hate it. No, like I, I really don't have any affinity for the Ghostbusters, so it, get out. I, I, I am excited about it as I would be excited about any Ghostbuster movie. Yeah, that's, I, I absolutely do have an affinity for the Ghostbusters, so like I feel like I should be a lot more excited about it than I am. Okay. Like I like the cast. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. I feel like I feel like it. The trailer wasn't as funny as it should be, and don't give away all the jokes. But if you're gonna put some jokes in there, make them funny, you know. Yeah, like give me, give me at least like that was not that power of Patty compels you shit. That was not a take home line. No. Like 
No, that should no. not have been the tag no, on your trailer. No, it just that just wasn't it wasn't funny. Yeah. Oh, or that's gonna leave a mark. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not funny. Like this is not funny. And okay, I as far as I know, it is a reboot, and it is not in the same universe as the original Ghostbusters. They they are the first Ghostbusters. Well, then don't put that shit in Texas. Exactly. That fucking drove me nuts. That they're teasing that it's the same universe. But it's not. And then the second of all, four scientists. I'm sorry, Winston was not a scientist. No, but he when he got his doctorate at night school after the fact. Yeah, but they didn't say there were four scientists. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. It said, yeah, it said four, scientists, four, saved four city, scientists saved New York. Yeah, well, see, he didn't. Winston didn't get his doctorate until after the events of Ghostbusters too. So at the time, he was not a scientist. You're correct. Okay, but if you get your doctorate, does that mean that you're a scientist? It depends on what your doctorate is in, homie. All right. If I get my fucking si- my doctorate in baconology, I'm a goddamn bacon scientist. <laughs> like I got my uh, doctorate in thugonomics. <laughs> <laughs> Worth life. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go see it. I'm sure that the fucking the kid will be all about it, for sure. Because she is all about the uh, boomerang girl power, for sure. And that's great. If that's who this movie needs to be for, I'm all for it. But I am decided. I'm, I'm unmoved. Well, no, I'll be there. All right. I'll all right. It. Check this out from the it's real like ghost. Fucking Batman from- next week or. From the real Ghostbusters animated series, in the episode Mr. Sandman Dreamy a Dream, Winston states that unlike his three colleagues, he is not a scientist. <laughs> See, the real Ghostbusters, though, is out of continuity of the movies. And the Ghostbusters video game, which is written and directed by Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd, portrayed by the original four cast members, Winston did get his doctorate. In what is not specified. In in Ghostbusters the video game, while the Ghostbusters are on a mission in the New York History Museum, Zedmore reminisces about the time he spent studying for his doctorate in the museum's Egyptology wing. So Maybe he's an Egyptologist? Right. Which I would not qualify that as a scientist. No. He's an Egyptian. And also, (laughs) last complaint, last complaint before I uh, sound like a He-Man woman hater. They're making great strides by making a team of female Ghostbusters. However, they still made the black one the dumb one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like the black one can't be the scientist. She has to be the street smart one. And she was definitely more the black one than Winston was the black one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, Winston was like, that's a big Twinkie. Yeah. Patty's like, and- the power of Patty compels you. <laughs> Look at the size of that Twinkie. Loud. Like, oh, God, no, turn it down. Turn it down. <laughs> <laughs> and she's really, really funny, too. She is. Like, she is. But, and, and, like, uh, what's the fucking uh, Paul Feig, right? Directing it? Like, he makes Feig, yeah. funny fucking movies with those people, no less. Right. So I mean, I mean, it definitely has all the. You know, it's definitely a recipe for success for sure. Just you know, maybe it could just be a bad trailer. 
they can't all be good. Maybe it's just a shitty trailer. Yep, yep. No, uh, I I can agree with that. I mean, it, it could be fine. Like Jose said on Facebook, you know, there's there's plenty of shitty trailers that birth good movies, and plenty of good trailers that turn out shitty movies. Right, 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 right. But that's I'll all. Never... That's all I'm judging right now is is the trailer and the fact that Bill Murray killed Harold Ramis. That's right. that's all I You'll... got. Well, something's gonna never be forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> like the trailers for Brave. Fuck them trailers. Yeah, them but it was a Pixar are... movie, so. Right, but you know, also at no point did that trailer tell me I was gonna be watching this chick run around with a fucking bear for three hours. <laughs> but <laughs> didn't you like that part of Brave? No. You didn't like the fact that she, her mom, turned into a bear. No, because it fucking lied to me. <laughs> <laughs> Now, to be fair, I've not seen it since my initial hissy fit <laughs> these up be brave. So maybe it's better that I remember See, it. I, 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 remember thought I, like, I thought I remembered that you liked that twist like I did. And, you know, like, I was just fucking mad at it. No one had any idea that, you know, her mom was going to turn into a bear <laughs> and that was going to be the major plot point. Right. Yeah. That's the thing. It, that's like, it wasn't just like a, like a twist. It was the whole fucking movie. Like, it, it paints. The trailers paint a picture of a movie that's different than what it was. Yeah, they paint it as a girl who doesn't want to be pigeonholed into, you know, marrying a prince and she you know, she's a tomboy and she wants to do Yeah, her it's own gonna be thing. about you know her fucking, you know, journey and all this stuff. Whatever I'm like, hey, I'm on board for that. And then, you know, at some point I realize the bear's not going anywhere. <laughs> like, oh, so this movie is kind of about the bear and there's a whole montage of merida teaching her mom as a bear to catch fish (laughs) yeah that's not a that's not the movie i paid to come watch at all fuck (laughs) is this the one with the red-headed scottish girl yes yeah okay it's about there's a bear in there it's about her running around with her mom who's been turned into a bear there's two bears that movie was about archery right there's of course you would think it. that. That's what the trailer said it was about. There's archery in it. Yeah, everything in the trailer is in like the first 12 minutes of the movie. Huh. After that, it's about her running around with a fucking magic bear. <laughs> a magic Not bad. Bear Not a bad movie. Ride. Not bad. But, you know, they fucking lied to me. So it's just her and her mama bear just tripping balls, eating shrooms in the forest. Huh? And at one point, her little brothers could turn into bears as well. Oh, yeah. They're the, delightful and cute. So there's, Why can't she turn into a bear? There's five bears. She didn't need a magic pie. Right, right, exactly. There's a curse. Pie turned into a bear? There's a, there's a witch. The pie is going to, like, you know, <laughs> make her mom get off her fucking nuts. Right. She'd be like, hey, you know, this witch gave me this pie. She's going to fucking chill the hell out and let me do my thing and let me fucking... Ride horses and shoot bows and arrows and shit, but instead, the pie turned her mom into a bear. And to be fair, she was just as surprised as I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she didn't see that shit coming either. So there, there's a witch in the forest who apparently can help you realize your dreams. But it seems that all of her spells involve turning you into bears. <laughs> oh, she's yeah. very, she's very much like the monkey's paw of turning people into bears. <laughs> like one guy's, one guy's like, I want to be stronger than ten men. She's like, okay, you're a bear now. And then uh, Merida's like, I, I want to change my mother's mind. And the witch is like, okay, she's a bear now. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, to be fair, a bear can't make you marry anybody. Right. 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 Exactly. Yeah, 
She's just asking for one day someone ask her, I want to be able to just go shit in the woods whenever I want. <laughs> like, Got it! Oh man, fucking finally! You have no idea. Oh man. Now you win luck. <laughs> I want to have a job where I can just eat honey all day. I don't know if I can help you. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I want to be in a bunch of commercials where I'm using toilet paper and showing that the toilet paper doesn't stick to my asshole. Like, I, want huh. this, I want to be able to wipe my ass with this rabbit. We all know that's what's happening. <laughs> oh, shit. We'll take a break. We'll be back in a few minutes. Sure. I need to go take a leak. It's pretty serious. All right. Enjoy this. Love you. Bye. Break!
Ripped Apparel is your one-stop shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway. Every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours. That's just a single day. After that, they're gone forever. And uh, best yet, if you want to check them out, buy a little something-something, they're going to throw a little kickback to us, your folks, your friends here at the podcast. So go to panelsonpage.com, click that banner at the top of the page, or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpage.com, or you can just update your bookmark, check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped, that's R-I-P-T dot panelsonpages.com. T-shirts start at just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on. Help us keep the podcast going. Help us keep the side, side up. And gets you a pretty cool T-shirt, man. Cool swag, cool shirts, good people, good deals from your favorite podcast. So check it out. Ripped.panelsonpages.com. 24-hour limited edition T-shirts that are pretty damn awesome. Check it out. And uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Oh, good stuff. Got me a new ripped shirt a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if I mentioned it, but it's the Krusty the Clown Bartman Why So Serious shirt where it looks like the oh, Dark shit. Knight poster. Pretty, That's cool. Pretty cool. I uh, missed out on a ripped shirt uh, a couple weeks ago, and I was super bummed out. And I found that on T Fury today, and I'm like, "How slum it on T Fury?" I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I T like, Fury what, just doesn't fit you know, the we've same. We've all fucking been there. Like, you buy a rip shirt, and the next day another fucking rip shirt comes out that you want. And you're like, yep. fuck. Well, there was that one day where like I well, messaged you one of them. Yeah, <laughs> every single one of the shirts you wanted. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, so then it was um, uh, it's Rick and Morty doing the Back to the Future cover, and it is fucking delightful yeah i haven't gotten a t fury shirt in years but they just they aren't as comfortable and aren't as soft as ripped shirts i mean they, they're legit some of the most comfortable shirts that i've got in my ripped shirts yeah you gotta yeah, baby them. nice quality you gotta baby them you gotta treat them nice you gotta hang dry them they don't dry them yeah hang, hang dry them for sure but you know small sacrifice to make for a goddamn t-shirt luxury i'm gonna say yeah. they're fucking delightful yeah, with any luck, I'll be even half as pleased with my T Fury purchase. And today I spent fucking—I'm not happy about it, but I wanted it really bad. I've spent forty dollars on a shirt from Pro Wrestling Tees. Woo! Oh my god! Just one? Like was, yeah, just one. Because getting that was cheaper than getting the shirt imported from Japan. That is a lot of what money for a T-shirt, get? bro. What did yeah. you get? Yeah, the Kenny Omega cleaner Bullet Club shirt where it's all like eight bit style. Oh it, I could have gotten the version for twenty five, the normal twenty five dollar version, but that doesn't come with the printing on the back and the sleeve like it should. You have to pay an extra ten dollars for that, and since I all know that it's not right, I had to pay the extra ten dollars. To get oh, see, we're back. all the same kind of sick, really. <laughs> <laughs> I have purchased two things, well, three things, technically, from Pro Wrestling Tees. I got my Macho Man NWO sunglasses and a Macho Man headband a few years nice. ago. And then last year, I got a uh, CM Punk Luck is for Losers hoodie. Uh, and I have to say, and, and that was probably 50 60 bucks that hoodie. But for a hoodie, you, you know you're going to be spending a little bit more. And I got to say, after wearing it for only a year, 
That whole thing is just pilled. All oh, over. really? It's such a disappointment. Yeah, I'll link in the chat the shirt I bought. It's it's pretty oh, I, rad, I and I it. wanted I'm, it. I I'm had no idea it. they were selling it, but because I thought you could only get it from Japan, so I was pretty psyched to see it. I'm looking I'm at it right super now. Super happy about what I paid. And then I also see that Adam Copeland apparel now on sale, including a Sexton Hardcastle shirt. For those that yeah. don't know, Adam Copeland is Edge. <laughs> Goddamn, that's that's a deep cut. <laughs> Good for you, Adam Copeland, a.k.a. Yeah. Edge, a.k.a. Sexton Hardcastle. The, the cool thing with pro wrestling tees is that the wrestlers get a cut. You know, yeah, just, as long, nice. just as long as it's not using any WWE licensed names or imagery or copyrights, you know, they can sell their own fucking shirt designs and, and get some money off of it. So good for them. Yeah. What's up on uh, the news? Uh, you know what's up? I wrote headlines for the first time in what? weeks. What? Hey. Not going to guarantee that they're we'll going to be live. funny. Okay. Well, do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do I mean, it live. Fuck it. Why should this Five, week be any different? Four, three. I mean, you know, I think we've come long enough to realize we shouldn't guarantee anything. Your this is, not is the Pop Top Six Pack of News for March 8th, 2016. Thing sucks. Batman v Superman continues to bloat as the release day looms at the end of this month, with two more Justice League members added to the cast, making Batman v Superman the first spoiler-proof movie in modern superhero films. <laughs> Former J. Jonah Jameson J.K. Simmons will be leaving the Daily Bugle and signing on with the GCPD as Commissioner Jim Gordon in Justice League Part 1, because why not? What could go wrong? <laughs> Warner Brothers has already fast-tracked the Suicide Squad sequel to begin shooting in 2017, because why not? What could go wrong? Disney, Ch <laughs> Disney Channel star Zendaya has joined the cast of Sony's Spider-Man reboot as a character with the superpower to look like she smells like patchouli oil. <laughs> the original animated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles will meet the Nickelodeon Turtles on a March 27th episode of the series, but tempers flare when present-day Donatello thinks that 80s Raphael is making fun of his voice. <laughs> and finally, Joseph Gordon-Levitt has left the Sandman adaptation at New Line Cinema. It is unclear why Gordon-Levitt made the exit so shortly after New Line signed the writer of the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Oh, there it is. I see it now. <laughs> and that is the Pop Top Six Pack of News for March 8th, 2016. Wow. Infotainment. Regarding our first story, Batman v Superman, uh, have, have all of you seen this headline? Have are all of you spoiled by it so far? Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. I, I don't give a fuck. Jose, yeah. Uh, should I come back? Well, <laughs> so you haven't seen anything about this. It's they uh, many sites ran this in their headlines, no spoiler alert or anything, but they confirmed that Batman v Superman is going to have uh, two more superhero characters in it other than i heard that yeah but i thought they announced that fucking year, years ago no. that they were going to be in the movie maybe it was like 
rumored, but now it's officially I think hashtag that confirmed. Cyborg was rumored, but I don't think they ever said that Flash was going to be in it. But now it's you know no longer a rumor; it's confirmed. And what? Why? 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 Why do why? we even like, know that Aquaman's in it? Give me one fucking. Why thing. do we know that Doomsday's yeah. in it? Give me one thing. <laughs> That I can walk in and watch this goddamn movie, see it and go, oh, look at that. Hey, guys, you know what? We would see a Batman versus Superman movie with just Batman versus Superman. You had Wonder Woman in there? Cool. That's fucking gravy. You don't need to tell us everything. You don't need to show us everything. You don't, you don't need to reveal everything that's happening. And especially shit that is probably going to happen in the third act or the fucking post credit sequence. Mm-hmm. Like we get it We know that Cyborg is coming We know Flash is coming We know Aquaman's coming We know they're all coming But Let's let's consider the movie going experience For Batman v Superman They don't give a shit <laughs> <laughs> But Batman v Superman sells it That's all you need Apparently not No no like I tell you what I bet you more tickets were sold when all we knew was Batman v Superman than compared to that everything we know now. I bet you they, they probably didn't even have to release a single fucking trailer for this movie. Nah, they could they could have done a fucking Ten Cloverfield Lane on this. Shit. Yes, it's been like yeah you know, in January, but like hey, guess what, bitches? At the end of March, Batman v Superman comes out. Do we know a runtime for this movie? Uh, Two hours and 36 minutes. Yes. That is like an hour shorter than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> and then also uh, uh, came out this week that Civil War is going to be two hours, 20 minutes. But I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's earned that yeah. that length. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to Thatcher this weekend. You know, I was kind of ragging on Batman v Superman because at the um, we watched the UFC prelims at Luke's on uh, like the Fox Sports mobile app or some shit like that or whatever. And like no exaggeration whatsoever. Every time it would go to commercial break. I don't know what they were showing on TV, but on the app, <laughs> every time it went to commercial break, it showed that same Batman v Superman spot. Like the, like the, the 30 second spot. Every goddamn time. It's like the first time it happens, uh, um, uh, one of the, I think her name's Kate, I think I don't remember her name. I'm a terrible with name, but she's like, let's call her Brad. Yeah, I'll call her Bradley. She's like, <laughs> hey, you, uh, Emily, that's it. She's like, uh, you guys, I mean, you're into the, I mean, you're, what do you, what do you think? You know, you want to see this Batman movie? And I'm kind of like, I <laughs> 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 don't have the kind of time to get into this, really, you know. <laughs> But I wanted to be good, but that doesn't mean I necessarily think it's gonna be, you know. And I was kind of talking to Thatcher the next day about how, like, you know, oh, the, all the there's not everything in it, you know. And he's like, yeah, but fucking Civil War has a million goddamn people in it too. I'm like, yeah, but it's also the 13th movie in a series. <laughs> now, I, I don't mind. Like, they they could do anything they want, and they'll have earned it. They've earned my trust, you know, and. And also, Civil War, like, it's in the name there. Like, yeah. that yeah. comic story had hundreds of characters, 
and yeah. the movie has pared it down considerably. This movie's and, called and, and, Batman you know, v Superman. We've already seen them before. Like right. we know who they are. Like the one new one is Black Panther, and we don't know shit about him. Yeah. Right. They haven't told us a goddamn thing about him other than that he's in it. And I'm okay with that. Like, we don't know why he's there. None of that shit. We know fucking everything about this movie. And it. The I fact, so- you're right. It's long, Kelly, but you're right. It does seem short for the amount of shit they're cramming into it, <laughs> which means it's probably going to feel like a rush jumbled mess. I did see a the first review of Batman v Superman recently, and it was you know they're still under embargo because so they couldn't uh, give any details. But the review was pretty positive, but some of the comments were, "If you loved Man of Steel, you'll <laughs> love this movie." Oh, good. <laughs> if you weren't really a big fan of Man of Steel's darker tone. This movie might not be for you, but it did say if you weren't a fan of Man of Steel's ending, this movie hopes to redeem that ending. It's got Batman kicking the shit like 12 guys. Let's just remember that going into it. <laughs> I don't guys. even know if I want to see this in the theater. Oh, you gotta. You got It's your duty. It's your fucking homework. <sighs> you didn't see a, a, a Age of Ultron. <laughs> That's he's, right. I he still hasn't seen it. No, I saw it. Oh, okay, you eventually saw it. Yeah, I saw it. I have the Blu-ray. But yeah, it's, uh, I it's kind of speaking of the same kind of you know same deal. I did catch over the weekend. I went to Thatcher's house. We watched um, uh, the Death of Superman Lives. Ooh, the documentary about that. Oh, I still need to see that. Fucking fascinating, you guys. I'm sure. Fucking incredible to watch, like. And, and and again, that movie didn't get made, okay? Obviously. But one of the reasons is because by the time they got ready to, you know, they were getting ready to go in and the script wasn't finished. There was all, there was like, the script had Doomsday and Luther and Brainiac and like the death and return. He wore like four different suits throughout the thing. Like it was so crammed full that like we can't possibly do this. Like, it's, it's going to be too big, too expensive. You know, Warner Brothers was coming off a string of just big budget losses at the time. And ultimately, that's kind of what killed it. And yet, they're just making this movie full of all kinds of shit. Here now, we are, yeah. Yeah. Now, you got you to see it. You got to watch it because it's fucking crazy. It's amazing to watch. And, you know, and it's weird because you've seen, like, a handful of pictures that look kind of crazy, right? But, like, this guy found so much other stuff that looks pretty cool. And none of it is cooler than the Brainiac stuff. Like, the Brainiac stuff that they showed, like, the concept art and the drawings and, like, the descriptions of Brainiac are so fucking cool that it's just heartbreaking that this is coming out instead of a Man of Steel 2 where Superman fights Brainiac. Like, they made a model of what would have been Brainiac's ship, and it's like a fucking skull. Like, a giant skull with, like, you know, engines and shit on the side of it, and it's the metalest goddamn thing you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> like, I want, if I, if I die without seeing a giant fucking skull ship come in and blast Superman, I mean, what are we here? What am I here for? You're like, we come back and okay. haunt Zack Snyder. Yeah. And that's the thing, you know, and, you know, bring in a brainiac, bring a brainiac in, have him throw a shitload of robots at Superman. That, that answers, that solves 
all your problems. Yep. Because Superman can punch a bunch of shit because they're robots. That's what they're good for. They're good for a punching. And he can rip them to goddamn pieces, and it's not a wanton loss of human life like Man of Steel was. Like, it solves all the problems. Give me Brainiac and an army of fucking robots. And then he knocks that big-ass ship out of the sky, sees all that shit that he's got locked up, and says, oh, great, I'm going to make myself a zoo in the North Pole, and they're there in all the other fucking movies. Like, it's, it's all there. Like, there, there's stuff there because, you know, <laughs> Superman's boring as fuck. But he does have his moments. Like, he's doing a big sci-fi story. I'm going to make myself a zoo in the North Pole. <laughs> yeah, that's what the fuck he did. <laughs> so, yeah, it, I cannot recommend that movie anymore. It's a fucking spellbinding. And that is uh, iTunes? Or where did you guys watch that? Um, it is on... It's on they, they stole it to Showtime. So, it, like, we have Hulu. We have Showtime through Hulu. Uh, so okay, good old showtime. So I mean, you know, not for nothing. If they can get like a thirty-day free trial, do it. If nothing else, to watch that shit because it's spectacular. It's so yeah, fascinating. Because that guy, you know, he he kickstarted that movie. Yeah, and it's so, the same dude that like created Metalocalypse. I don't want to. I don't want to torrent it because that no, feels dirty. No. Yeah, you don't want to do that. But man. I really want to see it. But I also don't want to pay for it. I'm like, come on, just put it on Netflix already. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's. it's I. I it makes me want to watching it on Showtime. Makes me want to buy the Blu-ray because apparently there's just you know hours of stuff that they oh, have that they be. shot that they couldn't put into the movie because it's a documentary. Of course there is, you know. But the guy managed to get in like one on one at Tim Burton's place for hours and talk oh, to wow. Tim Burton directly about this fucking thing. The only person they didn't get is Nick Cage. was Nick Cage just because oh, the scheduling didn't work out. Man. But, but there's I, so I much stuff. Like like they, they, they showed so much test footage and shit that we've never seen before because Tim Burton's like, here, you can have this. It's great. And it's <laughs> fucking amazing. I feel like, like for a lot of those guys, it had to be like just finally just Closure. Oh, some of the concept artists closure are like, on the whole thing. So Tim Burton's like, "Yeah, I want to fucking talk about this Superman movie that never happened." Yeah, some of the concept artists were just like, "Let me tell you a goddamn story. <laughs> like, sit down for a minute, and we'll talk about these hundreds of goddamn drawings that I never got to do shit with." So uh, John Peters would come in and just like put dudes in random headlocks. <laughs> <laughs> What? John Peters, the producer, would come in and like you know put a guy in a headlock while he was trying to work, or just roughhousing, like, just roughhousing. These are just they're just like fucking nerdy artist guys. Or like he came in one day and just like straight up just kissed a dude on the fucking mouth out of nowhere, <laughs> just because he's a crazy. And then person. demanded a giant mechanical spider. There's a lot of John Peters in this movie too. It's delightful. <laughs> So, on the topic of Batman v Superman and the new DC Cinematic Universe, and obviously heading towards Justice League, uh, it was announced yesterday that J.K. Simmons will be uh, Commissioner Gordon in Justice League Part 1. Yeah, it's a weird choice, I think. I don't know if it's weird. I think he's, I mean, he's an Oscar winner. Oh, he's great. He's great. No, he, he is fucking great. I don't know that I'd pick him for this. A weird choice. I feel like compared to, even though he's an Oscar winner, compared to Gary Oldman, J.K. Simmons at this point is very much the big blockbuster Commissioner Gordon pick that you would go for. Like, he's not the Christopher Nolan pick by any means. 
Mm-hmm. And I, I think it works. I mean, yeah, sure, I, I think it'll work. Sure, we see him as as Jameson, and you know, I could probably see him as as a bald Commissioner Gordon too. Why not? Don't don't put a wig on him. Fuck it. It's supposed to be in the future. Wait, or, what? Or it's supposed to be it's <laughs> it's supposed to be you know old <laughs> Batman. So like having a bald oh. Commissioner Gordon isn't. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> Now I kind of wish it was in the future. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lee. That's not what I meant. <laughs> what haven't you told me? <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> Did you know Batman Superman takes place in the year 3000? <laughs> Justice League 2099. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Parker! <laughs> yeah, fucking my, my palpitations going... <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's just DC trying to just give me somebody that was in that in some type of Marvel movie. Yeah, Tobey Maguire is going to play Harvey Dent. Oh, it's so funny. Uh, I don't know what made me think of it, but uh, the night of the Oscars, I say to Mary just out of nowhere, I'm like, man, when is the last time we saw Tobey Maguire? And then. Minute. Fucking Great Gatsby is the last thing I can think of. He's in the fucking audience of the Oscars. I'm like, holy shit, there's Tobey Maguire. He <laughs> didn't even have very good seats. Oh, yeah, I guess he was in Great Gatsby. Old sport. I did not see that. That's not bad. I believe you. You know, I saw Great Gatsby in the theater. All right, well, you got to go see the fucking Batmans. Wow. <laughs> Great Gatsby was in 2013. Since then, he's done a movie called Labor Day, a TV miniseries called The Spoils of Babylon, and something called Pawn Sacrifice. And those were in 2013 and 2014. And he has I nothing. Think, you know, he has once nothing you got else. Spider Man movies under your belt. You only work if you want to. Yeah, that's true. 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 Like he could take the rest of his life off. Yeah. You know, the movies I choose to see in the theater are weird. I saw Great Gatsby in the theater. I did not see Age of Ultron or Winter Soldier in the theater. We've discussed this before, man, but you need, you need, you need to seize these opportunities because there's going to come a time where you're going to be fucking... It's going to be an ordeal to get out to see a fucking movie. But I guess even to, to defend Kelly, like Great Gatsby, I would say would be something that would benefit from a big screen viewing because it was a it was a big elaborate it had a lot of set pieces so yeah you know, no I, I would agree with that I it wasn't a musical. out of the sky and winter soldier you guys right right no like nine times out of ten I'm picking winter soldier <laughs> yeah <laughs> I still need to see Deadpool again because I saw that in the front row and that's not the best movie going Yuck. experience we were like in the second row because that shit was packed yeah yeah and then continuing on our uh, DC Cinematic Universe news, uh, Warner Brothers has already said that they plan to start shooting a Suicide Squad sequel in 2017. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> that is, oh boy. Yeah, again, they're just trebucheting that fucking cart in front of that horse. They're, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the rumors are that they're iffy if Justice League's going to happen. But I guess the actual positive buzz that they've gotten from Suicide Squad, they're like, all right, sign everybody on the dotted line. Let's fucking do this. And, uh, and uh, you know, again, 
Do I think they're step skipping? Absolutely. Do I think 100%. they've earned a Suicide Squad? Absolutely not. No. But it does look fun. It does. Yeah. Oh, Suicide Squad's going to be the yeah. best. It, it looks like a lot of fun. Bare minute. Like, no matter what else, it does look pretty fun. But, man, I just. You got to hope they get a little bit, a little taste of that residual Deadpool action. And this works out well for them. Because if they don't, they're going to be fucked. <laughs> Between the, and I was, we were talking, you know, kind of a little bit after the 37th time we saw that fucking Batman v Superman spot. <laughs> and, you know, just like, they're going to have to invent a new word for how fucked Warner Brothers will be if that movie doesn't hit. Yeah. Well, I think just by sheer name recognition, it has to hit. But I think it, okay, it has I to look hit at, look huge. At, look at what happened with Spider-Man 2. The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Okay. Right? Like, it made it made money. It turned a profit. But for whatever reason, I don't know if it was just word of mouth or whatever, like, it, it killed the franchise. Right. You know? And I don't necessarily... I'm not saying I want that to happen here. But this looks like it could be every bit the train wreck Amazing Spider-Man 2 was and more. But remember... Man of Steel was not a huge hit. No. It kind of it did okay. It did okay, but for a Superman movie? Cuz nobody gives a fuck about Superman. <laughs> I think, that's it. I think Batman, the, the general put, public doesn't give a fuck. You put Batman's name in the title. That's right. You're going to sell tickets. I mean it did uh budget of 225. Worldwide, it's six sixty eight. What, what, what about probably domestic? Another hundred million bucks at it for marketing alone. What about domestic? What did it make? Domestic did only two ninety one. Yeah, that's which two ninety one is a lot. Yeah, but when your but, budget is two twenty five. But when Avengers is making a billion dollars, you know, right? <laughs> that is a when Iron Man three is making a billion dollars, right? Yeah. That was the same summer too. Yeah, and also Iron Man three is um, um, garbage. Oh, really good. <laughs> <laughs> you and I had different experiences at Iron Man three, didn't we? <laughs> uh, I don't think Iron Man three is garbage, but it's not the strongest Marvel movie. I watch fucking Shane Black Superman movie is what I'm saying. I watch Shane Black's fucking anything movie. I like Iron Man too. Iron Man two is quite good. I'm one of the few people that's their favorite Iron Man movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand the the people that do shit on Iron Man two. I don't get it. That's a fun. It's movie. fun. It's a really it's fun, fun movie. I think uh, Justin Hammer might be my favorite MCU villain. I fucking love Justin oh, Hammer. He's, like right. I love uh fuck I can't think Mickey Rourke. He oh, wants yeah. his birth. I fucking love that stuff. Are we including Netflix shows in this best MCU villain? Uh no. Oh, okay, okay. I was about to say <laughs> no. Cuz cuz Kilgrave just fucking ruins the rest of the pack. Yeah, no, no, no. He he fucks that curve right to death. <laughs> <laughs> but I just like the idea of, you know, just not quite as hip Tony Stark as a bad guy. It fucking delights me. And he was good. He was good in that role. He's Speaking a real that, son of a bitch. Fucking Daredevil comes out in like two weeks. Yeah. Here's the thing. I love my wife. 
so much. <laughs> Happily married, two beautiful children, wonderful life together. But I says to her, I says, baby, that, yo, that daredevil, that daredevil chick is coming out. Let's take a fucking day off of work and just watch Daredevil. Let's just, let's just fucking do it. And she looked at me like I had a cock going out of my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you... You got the jokes, right? I'm like, no, let's fucking do it. And she goes, okay, if you want to take the fucking day off and watch Daredevil, be my fucking guest. But some of us got work to do. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to watch ahead of you. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you need to throw this, this at her, Lee. Be like... Hey, remember last year that that surprise birthday party was really nice and all, but you know I was supposed to watch Daredevil all day. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when she put a cigarette out of my arm. <laughs> Doesn't even smoke, but she had a cigarette just in case I pulled some shit like that one day. So Kept it handy. Uh, this kind of came out of nowhere because you know we're still waiting on Civil War to come out. We're still waiting to see Spider Man in Civil War. So oh yeah, I, he's in that. The fact that. Yeah. They're actually working on another Spider-Man movie. It was completely off of my radar, and apparently a Venom movie too. Oh God, I'm not even. I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> I don't even want to fucking talk about that because that's never going to happen. No, mark no. my fucking words. Like mark it all. Mar- March eight, two thousand sixteen. There will never be a Sony Pictures. Venom solo movie. So you're telling me, guys, is that if Tony Pictures makes a Venom movie, you'll set yourself on fire while humming the Price is Right theme. Okay, deal. <laughs> and put it on YouTube. <laughs> we'll do a fucking Google Hangout. I don't care. <laughs> Google Hangout. So we're all just humming it and lighting our hands on fire at the same time. <laughs> Disney Channel star Zendaya has joined the Sony and Marvel Studios co-produced Spider-Man film, which is set to be released... Holy shit, July 7th, 2017. They better get moving. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. It's going to be like X-Men First Class. Oh, my God. Uh, In a related story, we're all super fucking old. Yes. Because how old is she? I don't know. I don't know who the fuck she is. She's a Disney The only reason I know who she is is because I heard her name on the Wendy Williams show today. She was a Digi- Disney Channel star from series called Shake It Up and Zapped, and she also appeared in KC Undercover, as well as Taylor Swift's Bad Blood music video. I don't know uh, what any of those words mean. <laughs> she is 19 years old. I am fucking old, you guys. I know her from when she was on the red carpet, I think, at the Grammys, and the chick from E! News, she, she had dreads at the time, and the chick from E! News says that she looked like she smelled like patchouli oil or weed. Uh, but she's going to play a character named Michelle in the Spider-Man movie, not uh, as I assumed right off the bat, uh, Brown Mary Jane, which I would have been all for. Why not? Hell yeah, why not? Why not a Brown Mary Jane? Because I just know it would piss off so many people. (laughs) (laughs) Just as long as she's got a little bit of red in her hair. If she's like apparently fucking famous enough that we're supposed to give a shit that she's in it, why isn't she Mary Jane? Why? Yeah. Why is she Michelle? I mean, she's apparently a name, unless. Uh, no, she's a name. Wendy Williams would lead me to believe that she is a name. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, why is she not Mary Jane? That's weird. Wendy Williams. Yeah, you would... guys should watch Wendy Williams. It's a party every morning. <laughs> I'm not sure you should. 
<laughs> Unless it's a misdirect. You watch entirely too much daytime television. You know, not spend your time in dentist waiting offices. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing about having like your work hours be like noon to eight. Is you watch a lot of like just hanging out in the morning. My mom's home some mornings because her schedule's weird too. So she'll be watching Wendy Williams, and so I'm drinking coffee in the morning and like reading something in there. I'm watching Wendy Williams too, dude. My mom watches Wendy Williams too. I've never been that person that wakes up more than seven minutes before I absolutely have to. <laughs> like, you know what I do before work every day? Get up for work. <laughs> like, that's the beginning of my day. Well, you have kids too. As always, like I've never like you know gotten up before school to do shit. No, no, I get up to go to the thing I have to do. I used to watch Dexter, and like you know, Dexter has fucking three errands in the morning before he gets to the office. I'm like, who does that shit? <laughs> I try and get as much stuff done before I go to Saturday. I'm planning on watching an entire four-hour wrestling show before I, I go. I can't imagine. Like, like Dexter <laughs> and Jack Teller get more shit done before work than I do an entire week. I've written articles for the website before I go to work. <laughs> <laughs> Is Jose throwing into the microphone? Wait, <laughs> Jose. <laughs> Jose! <laughs> he doesn't Jose! Like snore. Do you hear it or is it just me? No, I, I, no, I do hear it. It might be one of the dogs. But he's not answering. Oh, it's definitely a snore. Yeah. There's no way it isn't a snore. Okay, let's let's listen. Let's listen. No, it's gone. See, I was thinking that it was just like bad, like maybe like rubbing against the phone microphone. What? It's too rhythmic. I was waiting for him to wake up and, at, and, like, and like, oh, the show must be done. <laughs> and then I hang <laughs> up. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> what next, we got next? The next story is the original Ninja Turtles are going to be on the Nickelodeon show and they're going to... Not only are we going to have the Nick Turtles in the 2D animated Ninja Turtles world, but we're going to have the uh, 80s Turtles show up in the 3D animated Nicktoons Ninja Turtles world. And Nothing boy, about this isn't amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that looks really cool. It looks super fun. Yeah, super fun. I'm, I'm actually, like, God, I'm like six weeks behind on my Turtles. Oh, shit. They're, uh, they're in space, aren't they? Yeah. So that's yeah, what this is all the, about. Uh, and apparently they're gonna bad, uh, they're gonna fight '80s Krang too. Oh my god, that's awesome! It's smart. It's smart because it's cool. It's a neat little story. Be it's got nostalgia beats for us, but it also gives them an opportunity to sell all that '80s turtle shit to the kids too. Yes, like give us yeah. '80s turtles in the Nicktoons line, please. Because they got like all those Mega Blocks and all that shit. Like, there's all kinds of stuff out that's you know the '80s turtles now. They're just selling it to both of us. <laughs> Mahoney in the chat says, Jose put his headphones on the dog and left. <laughs> and then he said, I'm going to make a montage of all the Jose, all the times Jose disappears set to an acoustic guitar version of Cats in the Cradle. <laughs> uh, they don't tell it. So yeah, that's going to happen uh, March 27th. So 
Uh, Hulu has not posted a new episode of Ninja Turtles in a long time, so I'll have to, I have to double check that. Jose! Did you wake up? What? <laughs> or have you been asleep? No. Where you been? Been chilling. We've been <laughs> yelling at you for 15 minutes. Well, it keeps kicking me off the fucking call. No, so you... I keep having to sneak back in. It shows that you've been on the call. It sounded like someone was snoring. No. <laughs> <laughs> fucking liar. <laughs> and then the okay. last the last story is that Joseph Gordon-Levitt is off the Sandman uh, film adaptation that's at New Line Cinema. Uh, apparently, I didn't realize this, but all of the Vertigo adaptations were moved from Warner Brothers to New Line Cinema. That is interesting. And, yeah, I didn't know that either. And that's when they started changing shit on Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and they brought on the writer of the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt's like, this shit ain't gonna work out. I got right. to go. Yeah. Wasn't he doing more than just being in it? Wasn't he no, like... He, he, he wasn't directing actually... Directing or producing Yeah, or he was shit? producing. He wasn't actually attached to be in it Right, he was just very actively involved in the development. Yes. Yeah, he was uh, um, executive producer. Yeah, so, I mean, like, yeah, pretty big deal of it. But I mean, on one level, it's, it's really weird. But on another, it's like, why don't I get with the new line? For, as, if, I'm, if I'm Warner Brothers, at least, because like, when's the last time you saw a fucking new line graphic in front of anything? Uh, probably the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, and I didn't yeah, even like, see that. It's, it's such a weird. Because it was everywhere for the longest time. Oh, fucking Ninja Turtles. Original yeah. Ninja Turtles. Yes. New Line used to be my favorite. It was attached Ninja to Ninja Turtles so and fucking uh, uh, Blade and those. Yeah. Uh, fucking Mortal Kombat. Like, yes. I mean, some staples of my childhood, but not not, not so much now. And that, that Nightmare movie is. Ooh, never, tough shit. Never saw it. Uh, the, the, the remake? Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't too happy with it. Yeah, it's it's the uh, the worst of the remakes. I think it's, it's it's the polar opposite of that badass Friday the Thirteenth they did. Foxy thinks that the Friday uh, the the Nightmare on Elm Street remake is garbage, and she loves terrible horror movies. Oh yeah, she liked that fucking <laughs> Texas Chainsaw movie. That's how bad yes. it is. <laughs> Whoa. It's not good. Well, it's not good news for a Sandman. Because uh, JGL was very passionate about it, I feel. Oh, yeah. And, and him being on it was a positive, and, and them oh, yeah. kind of chasing him away, and uh, that's not a good sign. So I, I feel like they're probably just going to crap something out. But who cares? That or, you know, we'll who see cares about a Sandman movie? Who cares about a Sandman movie? Yeah. Anyone Goths here? Care. Who cares? Goths care. <laughs> Are there goths anymore? Do they exist? I think so. Those Sandman trades have never not been in publication. Yeah, they still sell pretty well for us. So, I mean, there, there, there's an audience for it, for sure. And it's one of those things, like, I'd go see it. But, you know. If they were to tell me tomorrow they're not making Sandman, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, I don't think I'd really care. Not like if they were to tell me tomorrow, you know, no Daredevil. 
I might never stop crying. Speaking of, and it wasn't one of my news stories, but I'm assuming you guys saw the artwork with the the Punisher costume and the electric costume, right? Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> the posters. Still haven't seen the trailer. Oh my god! Oh man! That oh yeah, I watched great. the uh, the the, the two part trailer kind of back to back. Yeah, with all the ninjas. <laughs> nipples got so hard. So many ninjas. I read something that said that this season of Daredevil is way more action-packed than last season. Which is an insane thing to think of. Yeah. Yeah. Because that shit was not exactly low action. Fucking amazing. <clears throat> I'm all about it. And them's the news. Somebody said something about, you know, all that, uh, this is before the second one came out. Like, I'm just worried that, you know, the fucking... The, the Daredevil season two looks like it's going to be uh, the Punisher show co-starring Daredevil. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get one. I didn't get that vibe at all. One. And then like the second one came out and it's all about, you know, Daredevil kicking the shit out of ninjas. Yeah. I'm just like, oh my God. That's the thing. <laughs> if they had to do it in a movie, it very well could be that. But they have all this time. Ooh, look at this. Ooh, shit. Oh, this is the trailer that Juggalo John just linked? Yeah. All this... Oh god, Electric looks badass, you guys. Uh, I I want to watch it, but I don't want to watch it. I'm oh, not, it's, I'm, uh, it, it doesn't look like there's any actual content in it. It's just it's just close-ups of them in their costumes. Yeah, just like, just like a little suit-up montage, yeah. And between this thing and then like uh, that fucking amazing poster that came out last week uh, where he's on the rooftop just surrounded by ninjas. Like, I think they did change the suit a bit. Or, or maybe it looks like maybe the suit kind of evolves over time. Like I you sure know, he, hope so. Because like, man, like he has the suit, you know. I don't want to just Jose got the one suit. So if it gets fucked up, he has to <laughs> fix it. You know, so I kind of like the idea of it being this sort of patchwork, ever evolving kind of fucking thing. It makes me very happy. But it looks more like um, like like pants. You know, instead of like a superhero cut, it looks more like pants, for lack of a better term. Nice pair of slacks. Yeah, yeah. like fucking you know, nice pleated. You know, fucking fold it up at the bottom. Like Matt, the fucking Matt Murdock just puts his pants on one leg at a time like the rest of us. And they're all backwards and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody tells him. He just pees down all the down the back <laughs> of his pants. <laughs> God damn it, not again. Let's get you cleaned up, buddy. He just says <laughs> like fucking Kiff from Futurama. Just I can fight ten ninjas at once, but I fucking piss all over the ass of my pants every time. Have you ever tried, I mean really tried, to close your eyes and pull your dick out of your pants? It's very difficult. <laughs> I gotta pee so, I, I had to pee so bad all the time. So much pee. Let me drop this in the chat right quick. This, you tell me if I'm making it up in my head, but it, it looks a little different. Not my cues are different, but it looks a little different. Maybe it just because we didn't see a lot of it. I don't know. Like, it looks I, I remember at the end of season one, it looked kind of tattered in parts. So this this definitely looks cleaner. looks more put together. Ooh, he bleeding. Are you going to bleed so much? Did you see also that they're talking uh, Iron Fist will debut, uh, is rumored to debut in Luke Cage? I'm okay with all that. Yep, and then also the when's rumor. When's Luke Cage supposed to come out? Probably 
uh, this time next year, I would say. Or no, no, if, probably fall. Or, no, or yeah. November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luke Cage should be fall, and then we'll probably get Jessica Jones season two this time next year. It's hard to say, because if this blows it out of the water, they're going to want another Daredevil season yeah, two. Yeah, true. Like, and then they're the, going to have to. They're going to have to, you know, do not three a year. To just, yeah, they're going to have to start doing three. They're yeah. going to have to. And then the rumor that Shang Chi is going to be in the Iron Fist show. Yeah. Also white. <laughs> <laughs> just because. Everybody complained about Iron Fist being a- not being Asian. Here, here's an Asian for you. Some motherfuckers wait. Yeah. yeah that- oh man. Seriously, Shang Chi and Iron Fist. In a series, you guys. That'll be fucking awesome. Then we were kids and we were like, oh man, Smallville. (laughs) (laughs) When we were kids, motherfucker, I was 23. I was 20. I wasn't a kid. (laughs) I was not. Oh, God damn it. I just realized that Shang-Chi is going to be in Iron Fist. That means I have to complete my run of Master Kung Fu before those issues shoot up in value. Oh, yeah. Damn it. Damn it. Gosh, What's, um, damn it. What was the name of the big fat sumo wrestler guy that I like? Fat, fat Cobra. Cobra. Fat Cobra? Yep. Yeah, he should be in the Iron Fist show. <laughs> oh, man, I'd love to have a Fat Cobra in Iron Fist. <laughs> if they, I, I really wish they would just take and adapt that tournament story. Yeah. Just fucking make that be like the back half of the show. That'd be perfect. I would be just down crazy with a enough to be just blood sport of fun. Mortal Kombat tournament in a Marvel yes, show. Please. Hell yeah! And every fighter can be a, an established Marvel character. Yeah, you know, why the hell not? Doesn't yeah. have to be an A lister, but no, make it be fucking Dog Brother number one and Bridadine Spiders and all those all those fucking guys. Yeah, love those, <laughs> love those guys. <laughs> Old friends of mine. <laughs> I was reading the that Iron Fist story not too long ago, and like that fight with Dog Brother Number One is fucking rad because they're fighting in this arena, and like you know he gets thrown through a wall, and like you know comes out like you know in Boulder, Colorado, for a couple seconds. They go through a wall, and they get they end up back in the fucking you know Kunlun tournament because it uh, the or the the heart of heaven they call it, where like the seven you know mystical cities like converge in this one like weird place where like you know space time is all fucked up like. Oh man, put that on the Netflix, please. Thank you, and have a nice day. <laughs> I'll take my answer off there. <laughs> Good stuff. Anything else before we move on? Nope, that, that, that is it. Let's uh, talk about a couple comic books. Get the fuck out of here. The problem with comic books is the ink comes off on your hands. Every time you turn the page, you have to wash your hands. Every fucking time. What? got to wash your God damn hands. <laughs> fucking uh, Filbert was on top of things this week. Every fucking time. <laughs> yeah, let's see what we got. Um, what we got? What we got? What we got? We got? Um, <laughs> so that uh, Power Rangers issue came out. Issue number one of that. Which, you know, I think that the, the good folks over at uh, Boom really stretched the definition of the zero issue because, you know, according to this, that was basically issue number one and this is number two, but whatever the fuck. Yeah, I, I was about to say, I thought issue number one already came out, but I guess that was the zero issue. Yeah, but like, you know, back in my day, when I was a fucking young buck, when a zero issue came out, it was like 12 pages and was a glorified preview, which 
I think having a full-on comic book is better, but, you know, fuck out of the zero issue. Uh, Kyle Higgins on the writing. Uh, Hendry, Hendry, with a D. Uh, Presitia on the art. I don't know who the fuck that guy is. Um, but, man, draw some fucking cool-looking Power Rangers. Uh, my favorite part about this is that it uh, takes place kind of after, you know, Tommy becomes a Green Ranger and kind of joins the team and all that shit, right? And they do the thing that you've never really seen anyone else do before, where Bulk and Skull are, you know, they have like a podcast or some shit about the Power Rangers, whatever. <laughs> 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 no lie. It's fucking delightful. Oh, my so, God. It's delightful. So they're interviewing people on the street, like, hey, hey, what's your reaction to the Green Power Ranger? And I forget, one of the people, just some randos on the streets, like, so, you know, that guy was on his giant robot dragon trying to kill us all last week. And now he's a good guy all of a sudden. What the fuck is that about? And, like, that never even occurred to me that the no. general public would be, like, you know, willing <laughs> to accept the sixth Power Ranger after trying to kill everyone. Like, that's actually kind of a neat, uh, neat plot point. And kind of the, the overall kind of underlying theme is, you know, Tommy trying to come to grips with the fact that he was very recently a mind control, you know, kung fu murder zombie. And kind of what that means for him. So, I'm like, it's, it, you know, they're actually telling a story with a little bit of heart in it, but it's still goofy Power Rangers shit. So, it's kind of the perfect mix of both things. It's kind of nice. It's fun. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's a great book. I'm... I'm really liking it, and all the covers are great. Yes, all those covers are great. Like, want to get them all in this paper or fucking room with them? They're awesome. Uh, let's see. Um, kind of do a two for here. We'll talk about uh, Spider-Man number two, and what's the other one? Uh, Old Man Logan number three. So these two issues kind of confirm my suspicions that. Uh, Marvel just pulled a crisis and no one gives a shit. <laughs> like, no one cares. Like, no one is calling out the the crisis level buttfuckery that's happening here with these books. Like, in Spider-Man, Miles Morales as Spider-Man, you know, has a conversation with Peter Parker in his Spider-Man outfit, wherein it's made pretty clear that they very recently met, and Spider Peter doesn't know that he's Miles under his costume. Which doesn't work because those two characters have an established relationship. Like, yeah, they know who the fuck each other are. Like, you know, that whole big, incredibly successful Spider Verse book was in part predicated upon that relationship. I mean, you can't just do that, especially not when, you know, down the block in that new Avengers book, every time the maker shows up, they're like, oh, yeah, this is an evil Reed Richards from an alternate reality. You mean the same alternate reality that Miles is from? Because they don't make mention of that. And it just kind of puts into question, like, what of Miles's adventures thus far? Like, I've not read a lot of those books, you know, but he had some shit going on for a number of years. He's not a brand new character. So what the fuck is happening there? That's weird. It is very, very strange. And then, uh, likewise, Old Man Logan... You know, they were playing it off in the first issue. Like, you know, this is just Logan thinks he's gone back in time, you know. Never mind the fact that he was also just involved in a big giant superhero fight with all the different versions of Captain America's fighting against God Doom. He apparently doesn't remember that, but he remembers being from the future. 
But like he doesn't know that there's a Lady Thor when Kate Bishop kind of questions him about like who the hell is Lady Thor. He's like, I don't know, there is a Lady Thor. Which wouldn't make sense because when Old Man Logan was written, there wasn't a Lady Thor. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm with you so far for that. But, you know, we've seen flashes forward where there is quite clearly Sam Wilson Captain America outfits. And, That's know, true. And the biker Spider-Woman outfit and shit like that. So it's just, you know, I don't try to be like a continuity asshole, but it's really inconsistent. Like, it's easy to pick one and I'll be fine. You know what I mean? Like, I don't give a shit what you do. But don't confuse me, because I'm smart. <laughs> I don't like being confused. It bums me out. You know what it was about that issue that got me? What's that? Uh, Pizza Dog had both his eyes. Oh, god damn it! you're right. Yeah. He did have both of his eyes. I don't read the Hawkeye book. Is that something they fixed? With- <laughs> no, no, no. No, he only got the okay. one eye. Okay. Yeah. Now, all that said, boy, does this issue look really, really good. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Like, it's, uh, Andrea Sorrentino, right? That's her name? Yes. Holy shit. This is some of the best Marvel artwork that's kind of going on. It's, it's fucking spellbinding. Did you and ever, did you read I, Vampire when that was coming out? I read a few of them. Okay. Because, yeah, he was doing great work on that book. Yeah, I read a few of them. And it definitely looked really cool. It wasn't super in love with the story. But I mean, this it's 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 cool. It's 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 a good issue, and I I do like the the uh, kind of the hook of this story. You know, Wolverine trying to stop this future from happening by killing a bunch of people. Like I'm all about that. But you know, plus when you know they 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 do still have a multiverse. You know, Gwen Stacy is in her little spider Gwen's in her own little fucking thing. The entire meat of the Web Warriors is about them surfing the multiverse as a sequel to Spider-Verse, that story where they fucking knew who Miles Morales was. You know, it's... They're, they're new 52 it, and it's giving me a goddamn headache. And I don't like it. But nobody else really seems to give a shit, and that's weird. Because they ragged on DC, you know, both Marvel, who's pulling the same shit, and, like, nerds ragged on DC for fucking the better part of three years. Yeah. And, and no one cares about this, and that is strange. Because you would think they would fucking hate this. And no one seems to care. I think it's because Marvel didn't make as big a deal about it. Of course they did. And, well, they I should say not the reboot stuff, because that they've kind of been pretty low-key on. They were, they were hyping relaunching the line like nobody's business, but the actual reboot portions of it, they really haven't talked much about. I guess you're kind of right. Although, uh, Tom that's, Bridgewater- and that's also why I think we're all kind of confused as to what's been changed. Yeah, because I would have told you that it was nothing going into it. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. But that is clearly not the case, you know. Now, not the least of which is that apparently now suddenly the Terrigen Mist is poisonous to mutants. Yeah. Like, that story where that happened, that Infinity story, was like fucking two and a half years ago. It was a long time. It was never a problem until today. <laughs> like, it's, it's weird. It's fucking strange. Um... But one good thing that came out of it is Iron Man is no longer the villain of his own book because that superior Iron Man was the hottest of garbage. Whereas this Invincible Iron Man is fucking delightful. I like everything about that book with the exception of the really bizarre cover. Which, I think we talked about the cover when the last issue came out with the thing. It's a, like, I think Mike Deodato is one of the best in the business. But that's a really fucking terrible cover. It's really bad. 
nobody looks like a human looks. Like no. At first, you're you're drawn to how weird Mary Jane looks. Yeah. But Iron Man looks just as weird. And then you're also drawn to why is Iron Man pointing at her? Is he pointing out how strange she looks? And he's saying, what's going on here? He's trying to deflect the tension away from how fucking weird he looks. Like, does yeah. he know? It's weird. Uh, there's a wonderful uh, bit of business, though, in this issue where uh, you know, Tony's trying to you know, convince Mary Jane to, to, to join the company and kind of be his, get his life together and shit like that. And Mary Jane said that she's going to do it, you know, mostly because she called Pepper Potts. And, like, you know, it stopped Tony dead in his fucking tracks. And she will not tell her, he, she will not tell him what Pepper told her. And I thought it was kind of a neat drug. Oh, I like that. It's a good exchange. But, you know, it's very Bendisy dialogue, but it's really fucking good Bendisy dialogue. So I, I like it quite a bit. So it's, it's solid. It's solid stuff. Uh, let's see. The last thing I'll talk about is. Um, Avengers Standoff Assault on Pleasant Hill Alpha Number One. It's a lot of words to describe the name. Long ass title right there. A lot of words. And now we talked uh, a couple weeks ago about the, you know, what this was going to be. This idea that you know they had this community that they cosmic cubed a bunch of supervillains into thinking that they were like normal people. You know, because uh, they just did like the Alpha book or the whatever the fuck the thing that kind of told us that's what was happening. You know. And that was really neat. I was on board for it. I still think it's a pretty cool idea for a story. Like, you know, this Pleasantville town where it's full of supervillains, but the supervillains don't know that they're supervillains. That's pretty cool. The problem is that this issue is the good guys finding out all the shit we already know. Like, it's, you know, Rick Jones telling Sam Wilson and Bucky telling Captain America all the shit that comics told us a few weeks ago. So they retread a lot of ground before getting anywhere new, and that's kind of bullshitty. Especially not, you know, considering that you know the issue where this happened shared a lot of the same words in its title as this issue does, and so that that's that kind of sucks. It feels like a wasted first issue. Otherwise, I'm still on board for this story, as inevitably the bad guys do in fact find out they're bad guys, and the shit hits the proverbial fan. It's very cool, fun stuff. Uh, in true Nitro fashion. Nitro blows up a building because what you're going to do when you get a Nitro around? They're like, hey, Civil War II's coming out. Nitro should blow <laughs> some shit up. Why not? Take us back to 2007 because, again, we're fucking old. That's where we are right now. Yeah, that's, uh, that's all I got this week. What you got, Kelly? Uh, I only got really one thing I wanted to talk about, and that is the first issue of the new Black Widow series. Holy shit, it was so good. Yeah, that's really fucking good. This is the next book by the... Uh, Mark Wade, Chris Somney team. Yeah. And this time around, Chris Somney is also credited as a writer. Yes. Which you can really tell because he, this is him just drawing a bunch of cool shit. And you can you can tell it's done the Marvel method. Like oh, Mark Wade sure. gives him gives him plots and Chris Somney just draws the shit out of those plots and Mark Wade threw in just a couple words. Yeah. Like it was very light on dialogue, but you did not care because it was such a gorgeous book. And it's like you just gave him a post note that says Black Widow escapes from the helicarrier. Yeah. Just draw that for however twenty. Yeah, do it pages. for twenty pages. Yeah. Have a fucking it, ball. It's so great. Yeah, it is a quick read because there's not a whole lot of dialogue, but that just means you get to go back and look at it like two and three times because yeah. 
it is a masterclass in visual storytelling. You don't know what the fuck she stole, but you don't care. Well, you care enough that you want to come back. Like you want to come back. Oh god, but yeah. It's you know it is, it is what would be like. The opening two minutes of a Black Widow movie. Yeah, it was the cold open of a James Bond movie. Yeah, I mean that is, I mean that in the best possible way. It was yeah, wonderful. Yeah, I can't recommend that book enough. Yeah, it's it's about as perfect as a comic book could get. And and looks very different than Daredevil did. Yes. Which I think is really interesting. Because it's, you know, not just, you know, Soundy coming back, but, you know, the same inker partner and the same colorist. Like, it's the exact same team from Daredevil. And it looks very much like its own thing. Which I think is really, really cool. Like, you can't, you know, not mention just how fucking different it looks from that book that they did. That was also really amazing. And makes you wish they were still doing it because the new one is kind of shitty. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, so the other day, like last week, I don't know if I talked about it last week, but I was looking to buy some Godzilla comics on eBay from the Dark Horse run to finish out my run of it. Okay. And I was looking through the Godzilla comics listings, just trying to find like a full run that I could buy because a bunch of my copies are beat to shit. And in doing that. I found some guy had listed a Godzilla like full sketch with that's fully inked and everything by Chris Somney. What? Yeah, and it was like three hundred dollars. I came so close to buying it. Holy shit! Let me see if I can find it for you. Because eBay just, of course, eBay sent me like another email about it the other day. Right. Like, hey, you you're sure? looking at this. You don't want that. <laughs> I was like, fuck you, Eva. I know I don't want it. Uh, the same thing. Uh, somebody put up a uh, binder full of a... It's a complete set of storyboards from the 86 Transformers movie. Like, production used. Oh, wow. Like, you know, notes handwritten on them and shit like that are from, like, the animators and directors and shit like that. And fucking spellbinding. But it was, like, you know, $1,600 the time I looked at it. Hey, yo. Yeah. But, you know... How many of those things are there in the fucking world? You know, I gotta... oh, found it. And link is going in the chat. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Like I want it so bad. Let's see what we got going on here. Hot diggity! Look at that. Yeah, that's fucking cool, dude. I know. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, that's some next level Japan shit right there. I mean, not man, that's not a reasonable price for that either, really. I know that's really not. <laughs> the more I look at it, I'm like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> right? You no, know, you know that piece of art from that guy at this time—that's not bad. No, and it's such a like you'll never see him doing Godzilla. Like that's such a cool piece. Right? Yeah, very cool. Fucking a. Just get in that Black Widow joint, and you know, someone should buy Kelly this uh, Godzilla sketch for his birthday. <laughs> I really appreciate it. What you got, Nice? Still <clears throat> catching up on Ninja Turtles. I'm. They're still being chased by Mausers and Flybots, and the issue that I just finished ended with uh, Hun getting broken out of a police uh, caravan by the mutanimals 
That fucking asshole. Fucking hun. Hello? Yes. Yes. Okay, I thought you were gone. I heard I heard the Skype bleep, and you didn't say anything. <laughs> I assumed it was Jose. <laughs> yeah, that was Jose. Sure. Jose just left. Wasn't sure. Just making sure. Yeah, Hun keeps coming, showing up like a fucking like this is a this, this, this is a fucking cockroach to that story. Terrible. Do you gotta, you gotta want to try get, calling gotta, him back? <laughs> gotta catch up on your fucking your your, 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 your turtles, man. You got your books and your cartoons. You're fucking up, man. I'm working on it. You got that. You got that working man syndrome. Yeah, it's the worst. It's a tragedy. What it is? Fucking tragedy. She got. Uh, no, she, Jose is gone. I was about to say, I was about to <laughs> Jose in case he came back, but he's gone. <laughs> it's an age of wonders, but the wonders do sometimes fail us. Just saying, the wonders are not without their issue. All right, well then, fuck yeah, and then hell, that should be the show. I think. Yeah, <clears throat> I feel good about it. It's a good show. Yeah, it was a good show. I like this um, week. Let's do it again next week. Oh, sounds good. Next yeah. week, which will be March fifteenth, and then the week after that, we're watching Man of Steel. <laughs> Woo! Oh god, <laughs> is that on Netflix or Prime? Uh, no, but it's on fucking FX every goddamn weekend. <laughs> 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 I don't know if you guys know this or not, but FX has the movies. It does. I've heard that. Two movies. It has two movies. <laughs> Jose, did you read any comics? No, but we um, finished season two of Arrow. Wow. Oh. Is that the, that's the one that ends with uh, Deathstroke taking the city, yeah? Yeah, that was pretty intense. Yeah, because it only took the season two before them to be like, fuck it. Deathstroke. Yeah, just give him, give him the keys to the city. Give him the reign of terror. And he took that shit. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, good stuff. Um, now we started season three, and no spoilers, but they killed the fuck out of somebody. <laughs> Holy shit! Like think. out of nowhere, I did not see that coming. So. We're trucking through season three. It's weird. Season three is weird. Trying to remember who that was. I don't even watch that show and I remember who it was. It's Sarah, right? No spoilers? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) It's like a year ago. It's on Netflix already, so you know. So what is they they're on their fourth season right now? Is that what's on? Uh yes. Think so. Allow me to double check. Yeah, the, yes. the last episode. Or, they showed Razagul, but he hasn't got up in it yet. Oh, man. Yeah, he's. The guy that they got playing him is fucking great. I feel like. I definitely would rather watch Flash. And obviously, it's been recommended that I should watch Flash instead of Arrow. But I feel like I would much be much more into Legends of Tomorrow than Arrow. Legends of Tomorrow looks goofy as fuck. Oh, it's, yeah, it's really a fun great. Yeah. I saw pictures from this week's episode where they're in fucking gangster times and they're all wearing fedoras. <laughs> yep. It, he's been pretty cool. 
Mr. Brandon Ruth and his nine lives. Yeah, I'm so happy that Brandon Routh has got, you know, this this thing going for him as Ray Palmer because I always said of everyone involved in the Superman Returns, he got the rawest of deals. Yeah. Yeah, because Kevin Spacey, Superman Returns bombs, but Kevin Spacey still gets to be Kevin Spacey right. when that's over. He's yeah, got House feel, of Cards. But what about, like, you know, we, we as a society should take care of our Supermans. Yeah. You know, <laughs> fucking, if you get to be Superman, guess what? You're a goddamn superstar, okay? It's, it's like the least we can do. When, once, you, once you're the president, you get Secret Service for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. it's the least you're we can all, do for our Superman. You're always called Mr. President. <laughs> <laughs> I can get so down he, with that. His character has been pretty cool. Um, the last episode we watched, he he like Tony Stark hologram showed the suit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there are definitely shades of Tony Stark in him for sure. It's hard not to, I guess you know, and it's that successful, but not to the point to where they just straight up fucking aped him in Smallville. But uh. My favorite bits from the new season is, you know, Ray's, you know, won't, won't matter who, but like, you know, Ray's gone. They kind of, they go find Ray, you know, and they're, uh, they get back to the base. Like, oh, so how are we doing? It's like, I feel pretty good. Like, you know, other than a pretty significant iron deficiency, I'm, I'm mostly healthy. <laughs> and I'm like, you cheeky sons of bitches. <laughs> I see what you did there. You pricks. Yeah, you should yeah. definitely, I mean, if, here's the thing. I feel like you could watch. Flash without watching Arrow, or but I don't know that you can necessarily get the same thing out of watching Legends of Tomorrow without watching at least Flash. Right, 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 right. Because I mean, they're they're definitely doing a great job of like building a little world over there, and you know, they definitely are their own shows, but they're also really closely tied together. I saw a GIF of King Shark from one of the recent yeah, you episodes, f- fucking swimming in and out of the water, and that is some. That is some of the best special effects I've ever seen on a television show. Oh, they're the best. Yeah, they're the consistently the best effects on the fucking planet on TV. It's insane what they can do. I, I remember talking to, uh, seeing an interview, rather, with the special effects guy. And it's like, you know, what it is, is, you know, they know so far ahead of time what they're going to do. So, you know, like, they planted siege for Grodd, like, in the pilot. So, you know, after the pilot, they're like, hey, at some point, we're going to do Grodd. So... They have the effects guys working on a grod model well, well in advance. You know, eventually we're going to need it. So instead of being like, you know, regular TV fashion, we're like normal gotcha. on TV to come in and say, okay, we need grod by next Tuesday. They've had, they had months to cultivate the design for him and King Shark both. And I think that's brilliant. That's fucking sick, bro. So you're telling me it's a TV show that knows what they're doing. They are doing the Lord's work over there. <laughs> Interesting concept. Yeah. yeah, And it's by people that love that goofy shit. Like, you know, it's Kreisberg and Berlanti and Jeff Johns. Like, you know, you know the ones you want doing this shit because they love it so much. Awesome. Fantastic stuff. Yeah, so I guess when we get through season three, we'll be out of Arrow because I, I don't think season four is on anything. Yet, no, right? it's, it's on TV currently, yeah. Yeah. So then we'll then we'll jump back on because we started Flash, but we tapered off that. So we'll jump back on Flash and then eventually hit the... Probably by the time we get through all that, 
the first season of uh, Kings of Tomorrow will be out. Whatever <laughs> <laughs> the fuck. What is it? Leg- Legends? Legends of Tomorrow. Legends. Kingpins of Yesterday. <laughs> Gangs of New York. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Good shit, guys. Good stuff. So, anything else for you? I wrap this bitch up. No, I just want to uh, nope. let uh, clue Jose in since he was off the call, but we were talking about. Oh yeah. Uh, in two weeks, we're gonna watch Man of Steel, so be pre- be prepared. Two weeks from now, you say. Yeah. Fucking gird your loins, kids. Coming. It's happening. Twenty first. Twenty second. Twenty second. Yeah, that one too. That entire episode. We're going to be watching it, and there's going to be those kind of very slow, somber parts of Man of Steel. And I'm just going to be like, isn't this great, you guys? <laughs> <laughs> isn't this Kelly and I great? are going to drive this bitch over a cliff like Thelma and Louise, just holding hands. <laughs> I will find him! <laughs> just riding his giant cock rockets into the sky. I can get the DVD for six ninety six. That's a solid investment. Yeah, yeah, it is. You won't dirty your hands with killing us yourselves, but you'll send us up in these dildo rockets. <laughs> Jorel was right. You're all fools. Uh, uh, direct man. quote. <laughs> direct quote. <laughs> I, and I'm not even going to try and deny that those are dildo rockets. From the moment I saw those the first time I watched that movie, those are straight up dildo rockets. And I still love that movie. And not just like any dildos. Those are like the dildos that you lick the back and stick them onto a wall. Oh, for sure. The big suction cup. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You can, you can suction cup them to the wall in your shower and just get wet and wild. Yeah. Yeah. That's a dildo that doesn't fuck you. You fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ride the wall, baby. Ride the wall. And purchased. <laughs> that suction cup dildo. <laughs> I gotta get something to go along with my uh, man of But steel. you need like an army of them. <laughs> you can't just get one. You, you, you need like, like there was like ten. And just suction, them, suction cup them all on the wall of your shower so it's like a fucking <laughs> dick car wash. <laughs> and run backwards like it's a cornfield. <laughs> Your mom's like, ah, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, I'm gonna go watch Wendy Williams. <laughs> the party, Ooh, hang on. Vitamins, Man of Steel, and acne pads. That's a solid uh, Amazon order, sir. Yep. Well, the face cleaning pads. Are fucking add-on items, so I had to f- make twenty-five dollars worth of shit because that's what I ah. really need. I fucking hate Amazon and their add-on item bullshit. I shouldn't have to deal with that if I have Prime. Y- you're fucking right, but if you take that shit to Walmart and show them the add-on item, they'll give you that shit for uh, price. Price match. Well, Remember that time Lee got like a seventy-dollar dinosaur for two bucks? <laughs> <That was laughs> one of the best days of my life. I have children. But I paid full price for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <What's> the difference. <laughs> Evil. 
right, yeah. So uh, we'll do this all over again next year, next week, and uh, in two <laughs> weeks. said next year. I did say <laughs> next. We, we ain't doing this shit for another year. We'll the, do it the, next the year. The threat of Man of Steel was enough. Oh my god, that's gonna be a lot of news. <laughs> <laughs> Suicide Squad is on. It's off. It's on. It's off. <laughs> oh Christ. Yeah, oh, that next so week good. at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central at uh, chat.panelsonpage.com. Uh, email us 616-951-1-POP, or you can leave us a voicemail at that same number. God damn it. Email us, podcast at panelsonpages.com. There we go. So for uh, Jason Nyes, Jose Guzman, and Kelly Harris, uh, I am the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and we'll talk to you guys next week. We love you. Good night and goodbye. I'm a girl you're thinking about. The one thing you can live without. Yeah, I'm the girl you've been waiting for. I have you down on your knees. I love you back and for more. You probably thought I wouldn't get this far. You thought I'd end up in the back of a car. You probably thought that I'd never escape. I'd be a rotten kind of
That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. 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 If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.